0: Okay, we'll do it live. Oh, radio. <laughs> Tell me everything you know Ford Wrestling Fan Radio This is episode number 154 And you know we do that Mikey whip that uh, that Zack Ryder bit at the beginning of the show every week. And it's interesting because Zack Ryder Zack Ryder got his opportunity because of our guest this week, Mikey Whipwreck is gonna be calling in. Probably about fifteen minutes. So that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Z pack. Yeah, he's gonna get a Z pack. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's dumb as fuck.
0: <sighs> it is dumb as fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> All right.
1: Well let's uh let's just hop right into it. I, I I guess
0: I guess we're we're going to go straight into it because obviously the big Story this week. I mean, for- well,
1: well, let's talk about Punk in the second hour. <laughs> that's the big yeah. story. That's that's not fifty-minute conversation. That's probably the whole. No, fall
0: and, and 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 I think you're absolutely right. But uh, but I, I know where you want to go, and that's uh, of course yeah. Survivor Series.
2: There is some yes. truly amazing news from Survivor Series. No one will forget the first time they saw in a WWE ring the
0: brand new Fandango. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know my my wife uh, my wife asked me the next day. She said, "Fandango got new theme music." <laughs>
2: That's what she mentioned.
0: That's what she said. And I said, "I said, well, yeah, he's got a new like his character kind of got revamped." Ah, <laughs> oh, that sucks because we were in New Jersey when they did the when they started Fandangoing. I'm like, yeah, I, I know, but then I I saw him on Raw the next night and I heard the theme music. I'm like, oh, it's still got the same. Beat the same element yeah, to it. It's just
1: it so you can't sing it. Yeah. yeah you can't sing it, and they took away they took away all the things that made him goofy and actually kind of fun. So, good that job, WWE. Leg drop. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Oh, uh, so, of course. Uh, the... Honestly, let's just not waste our time with Fandango because nobody yeah, gives a fuck about. Let's, let's, Fandango. Yeah. There there was actual, real,
3: good. Did, did it, I am asking you guys this: You guys really give that much of a fuck about Sting joining WWE in 2014 Really? Yes. Yes, totally sorry, do. I'm sorry. I quit.
1: Okay. That's it. That's it. Dude, <laughs> you you don't watch your best swing anyway, though, dude. <laughs>
3: no, 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 This is a guy who's what at least ten years past his prime, joining a company that's dying, uh-huh. and you guys are making a big deal about it. And well, then
1: you haven't let us actually talk.
3: <laughs> the fact it's is the
1: that, underlying things. That well, I'm,
3: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going I'm do it now. So before I get to an hour break with our when we get our guests So, um, but ah, um, oh, shit. Go <laughs> T- ahead. <talk>. JT's
0: really <laughs> down on us having guests on this show today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so obviously the issue is not an old man coming back. It's at the network ploy, JT. That this was the free month. This was the big surprise, quote-unquote surprise, that was obviously kind of intentionally leaked to try to drive people to continue watching the network and pay for it. And that's why it's significant. Does that make sense? Still, that that still would not get me to say, oh, ooh, Sting's in WWE, I gotta pay for the network every month. (laughs) Sure, you're, you're one guy and entitled to that opinion. But for how many years... Have you yeah. seen people rambling on the internet about Sting and coming into the WWE? It's been like that since the death and demise of WCW.
4: Well, even yeah, when WCW, was the one
1: guy. yeah, he was the one guy, and this proves that this is is this
3: is is quote, quote quote the million dollar man. Everybody has their price because you know what? Sting was the only holdout, and he finally sold out. No, <laughs> and, that's one
1: way to put it. It, yeah, that's one way to look at it.
3: Go for it. I'm sorry. It, you know, it, it it this screams so like really, Two th- This was ten years ago. You know what? Good. More pro- if this was twenty years ago, it would be the biggest fucking thing in the world. It's 2014. People, Sting is old. The WWE sucks. <laughs> this isn't a big fucking deal. I'm sorry.
1: Well, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Angry, got a bitter um, I'm JT. Why this is significant?
2: <laughs> yeah, but if there's a
1: man who knows about working for a dying company, it's, it's definitely stinking <laughs> Yeah, I'd rather I, I, point. The point here isn't about getting angry and 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 riled up. It's actually exactly what you said. It's because the WWE fucking sucks, and this is their big ploy to try to re up with subscribers. And you'd be surprised that I actually agree with you.
3: And, and you know what? You know what?
1: I, no, I know you agree with me, G, because
3: you're 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 smart and you're you're a great guy, and you know. We watch The Walking Dead together, and we make goofy jokes of how um, Abraham looks like. Um, oh no, is Abraham? Sorry, I've had a couple beers. Um, looks like James <laughs> Hedfield, you know? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln
1: well, joined The James Walking Headfield. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I understand your anger, and I, I just, I mean, I am too a little bit pissed off because I, I, I just can see a bait and switch here, and I mean, I'll, I'll give them credit; they, they got people to tune into Raw, and they did not have Sting. Instead, they gave us Daniel Bryan. Now, I can't really complain about that. I mean, it was nice to see him, but that in itself was, you know, a marketing move, at least in my opinion. And uh, if you guys disagree with me, I'm more than happy to to hear you out. But this is why I wanted to get onto this topic, because we got... A whole bigger one after the guest that we're going to get into, which is obviously interesting as fuck. Does it
2: have to do with the Z Pack?
1: A little bit, and yeah, the Well, listen. I, I
2: just want to say one quick thing about the huge subject is sometimes when stories break, we're one of the last to talk about them because we got the end of the week. Fuck you all. We're one of the first. Fuck you. Fuck you, people <laughs> who do podcasts on Mondays or Tuesdays. Fuck you! We
1: finally have the lead on a new story. Yeah, and and one that encompasses like the whole calendar year, because I mean yeah, that, ab- that's...
0: absolutely. Well, the
1: other one is the network, which is related to the Sting thing. So while we're getting Sting a little late, um, well, let, me, wanna, let, me, let me talk
0: about, about Sting for a second. H. Let me let me talk about Sting here for a second because okay, you guys well, are you so. guys are over here like oh well, you know Sting finally sold out and blah blah blah. Look, man, I'm sitting there watching the pay per view. I'm at work. I'm I got my. Phone watching the pay per view on my phone, and Sting comes on. I go, and-, and 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 I know Sting's coming because we've heard all the rumors. Sting is in. Sting is in St. Louis. Sting is going to be on the pay per view. We heard all this. We knew all this. Sting comes out. I look at. I said, "Holy shit! It's fucking Sting!" Even and though you- I knew it was coming. Holy shit! It's fucking Sting, and that's the reaction they were looking for. That's the reaction they got from me. Obviously not from JT, but <laughs> from me. Yeah.
2: I wanted to give him that reaction, but it had—I had it spoiled. <laughs> ah, well, you—you you know,
3: gee, that one picture I posted on Facebook was—what—that well, was the fake sting, right? You knew that, right? Of course, fake okay. sting.
4: Awesome.
3: <laughs> because that was the one I asked him, like, "NWO sting."
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we 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 did get the joke. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I but I was seriously like, "Holy shit!" It's Sting. Yeah, Like, like, I knew he was coming I knew that's probably the ideal time for him to show up And he shows up And it's like, holy fucking shit He actually fucking showed up
1: It's Sting I I know a few people who actually just subscribed on Sunday Just to check it out, just for Sting Whether they're gonna stick around No idea But uh, I can attest to the fact that There certainly was interest in that regard which, well, at least of course.
2: The, the anonymous GM will keep everyone
1: interested for now. Oh, God. Yeah. Just, Whoa, for, this, just for that visual. Uh, There's people who just wanted that visual, and they, they got it. I got chills. But what, what visual do you want at, uh, at WrestleMania if he actually wrestles? Because Triple H seems to be uh, ejaculating himself into it's, every it's, single uh, one timer, part timer wrestling program. I mean, who's he facing? Uh, the Rock? The Sting? It's going to be my turn to bury Sting. What, what about Hogan? Well, for WrestleMania,
3: <laughs> well, you I, know uh... something, brother. My hip might not be a be-, be available for WrestleMania, brother.
0: But Triple H, you know, is gonna just uh, just kind of put himself over at the expense of Sting. Just yeah. you know, like he did a certain other person a couple of years ago <laughs> WrestleMania,
4: here in Buffalo, I really no less.
2: See either in Triple H wrestling for control
1: of the company. Well, you know, we all know Triple H's motto. It's just like a bag of iced potato chips. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what Triple H will do, he'll he'll book himself in every single match. Yeah. Every ju- match at WrestleMania is X versus Triple H.
0: But you can't beat just one. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> he'll win them all. Yeah. I wanna I wanna see Mark Massey versus uh Triple H. I think that's <laughs> He'll put
2: down Sting, take back control of the company, win every title all in one night. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> WrestleMania Triple H.
3: <laughs> that was last year. They already wrote, they ruined that. Yeah, they, they 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 would be a year late. Last year would have been the been the ideal do- time to do it. Yeah, Triple yeah. H plus 1 then cuz they'll be in the dark main event too. Yeah, well, Triple H plus 1 cuz Stephanie's got to win the women's
1: title.
0: No way. Triple H is going to win the women's title.
1: <laughs> no, no. Aurora Rose is going to win it. Yeah. All right, <laughs> there I their, their kid's old enough to roll around in the ring yet? <laughs> I, think the Cruiserweight.
3: I think Aurora's the oldest. She, she might be like 9
4: or 10. Triple
0: H is going to knock out both Bella twins and the entire rest of the cast of total divas with a sledgehammer, pin all of them, and then give the, be like, this is a gift to my daughter. <laughs> that,
4: that is
2: one visual that would be interesting at WrestleMania is the bat versus the sledgehammer.
1: I'm sure the they'll retire under- the, for the bat. Enter!
2: Enter Russo!
3: Pull match! Player... A-
1: just have her pin a horn swoggle. <laughs> have a penhorn swoggle. Bring back the cruiserweight title.
0: Well, while we're on the subject of Survivor Series, though, uh, the I I thought overall was a good show. Honestly, yeah. personally, except for the ten diva tag match or whatever the hell that was, that was terrible. The eight diva. <laughs> see, I don't you know. know. I, I thought the
1: only, that last match was excellent. The rest of it just kind of felt like Survivor or Raz.
2: Yeah, I was sorry to laugh. that I was just—I was looking up Triple H to find out how hard his daughters are, and the first result is WWE puts an end to Triple H racism rumors with Xavier Woods begging e Kofi Kingston's faction. I'm sorry, but that is one of the most stereotypically <laughs> racist factions there is.
0: I still haven't seen SmackDown, but I know they debuted. <laughs> yeah, so, they, they did debut.
3: So I, you, we crap. You were crapping on the um divas, the divas clusterfuck match. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna top you there. As much as we shit on the divas today, I watched the Survivor Series 1995. Okay, they had a t- uh, eight divas match. Okay, one person we knew was Alundra Blaze, aka Medusa. Right. The rest were all Japanese people that nobody knew who the fuck they were.
0: It
4: was probably no still
3: personalities, and the crowd you could hear you could hear a mouse fart. That's yeah. how how many fucks they gave. And the it, thing is, you've got okay, yeah, they they might suck at what they do, literally. Um, but they, they're at least these these divas at least they are trying to have some sort of a personality. So you've got these these, these I Japanese bet, people I, I, that are going like they do a, a move and they go they look at the crowd for cheers and cheers are like.
0: I bet the match was far better though. The crowd, regardless, yeah. Uh, the the, mag, was the was match, J T, referring to. Bertha Faye, Aja Kong, Tomoko Watanabe, and Lioness Asuka with Harvey Whippleman defeated Alundra Blaze, Kyoko Inoue, Saki Hasagawa, and Shaparita Asari in a four on four Survivor Series elimination match.
1: At that time, the WWE was at pretty much its thinnest, and in and, and especially the women's division, like they brought those those that talent in from Japan. They were really popular in Japan, but no, like she said, nobody knew who the fuck they were in North America.
0: Last they, week oh. on 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 uh, 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 Monday Night War was they were talking about the divas' women's roles in 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 the Monday Night Wars, and they started talking about Alundra Blaze. And how Alundra Blaze was like the only woman they had on the entire roster, which is why she was women's champion for well, it was, <laughs> as long it was as she was. It was her and
1: Sonny were the only two they had on the roster,
0: and Bull Nicano.
1: Yeah. Well, Sonny was too busy having private matches,
0: so. Yeah, I know. Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 had
3: the fake they had the fake President Clinton on there, and they 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 hinted that they were screwing around too. It was like. <laughs> I, I still know. haven't finished that one. I was like, God damn it. This was terrible.
0: I-, I wish George was here right now so I could tell him that he could, if he wanted to, get uh, Sonny topless on Skype for 50 bucks. Oh,
2: God. I wouldn't want to, <laughs> pay to see that now. Uh, well, just like with the Sting concert. Yeah, back then.
1: Maybe 14 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, to quote a famous song, every time I look at you, I go blind.
4: <laughs> well, for
2: the record, um, Triple H's oldest daughter is eight, so she can wrestle <laughs> with Junior
1: Division or something. <laughs>
3: it's perfect
1: to to bury the Bella Twins oh god the Bella (laughs) Twins story is probably going to be winning the most atrocious storyline of the year award I think
2: Uh, yeah but it it did give us one of the best lines on Raw that talent isn't sexually transmitted oh that's true or the best best word the perfect choice to say that line is CM Punk's wife
0: the best word that was ever invented on Monday Night Raw let's be honest
2: Oh, that word's that been around for ages. I'm surprised yeah. people are only just hearing it now. I have people; I've heard people think AJ invented it.
0: <laughs> uh, it was it clever. Was
2: people though. cared about a divas match for once when there was a lesbian kiss. <laughs> well,
0: that's the thing is. I well, the thing about it was the it was AJ cost Bree Bella's husband the world title the exact same way Bree Bella cost AJ the divas title. So I thought that was a clever. Uh, Clever way of going about it.
1: And now they're friends again. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that I don't get.
1: (laughs) Slave step. Slave step, folks. Uh,
0: They did like almost absolutely nothing with that whole thing.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, it was just terrible. It was just a waste of a month. Pretty fun. Yeah. They have three hours to fill on a Monday night and they still managed to botch that. I guess (laughs) Sincar is part of the writing team now. He must be.
2: It's, it's unbelievable. It's hilarious to see Sin Cara buried on SmackDown and Raw, and then you remember he's an NXT tag champ.
0: Yes, with yeah. Kalisto. Lucha Dragons. Did you catch NXT this week? Well, we're waiting. I for haven't caught up here.
1: yet. I got I got around to uh, Lucha Underground yesterday. From yeah, my I, I still haven't seen
0: Lucha time. Underground either because I haven't really had a chance to watch it. I haven't been home.
1: Yeah, I, I managed to watch
2: NXT. I I watch it all. <laughs> I just. Have too much
4: time. Did
0: you did you see the segment with the vaude villains?
2: Yeah, with the silent movie time. <laughs> the silent
0: movie and the the lucha dragons are trying to rob the bank or whatever.
2: <laughs> I'll admit, I did. I thought it went on too long, but I did get a kick out of some of it, like them fighting bears and shit. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it was entertaining. It was cheesy. It was cheesy, but it worked. <laughs> I, I think for the vaude villains, I think that was just perfect for them. I made oh, sure to watch NXT, but I, <laughs> I didn't get I'm a sure chance. Sure, I'll check it out
1: later. Didn't it's get just, a chance
0: to watch Lucha Underground.
1: At least watch the main event. There, there's, um, once again, another very innovative spot. Probably the second best match I saw this week, because I haven't seen NXT yet. I, I can't say for sure. But uh, the main event's amazing. And if you miss John Morrison being innovative, there's a spot in the main event, even though he's not technically in it, that <laughs> I think you'll enjoy.
0: I just miss him in general in WWE, but at least I get to watch him on Lucha Underground.
2: The yeah. one problem I had with that is when he dove off the top. I really wish he'd landed on someone rather than try and shatter his knees.
1: <laughs> oh, he, he landed pretty properly. I, I watched he landed the properly, good, yes. but I
2: was just like, you should have landed on the giant black guy who would have cushioned your fall pretty well.
1: I don't know. I don't know. He would have had to have go with a different direction completely because he came down feet first.
0: I, I just checked my email. I got a... Popular in your network from s- at CM Punk. I get a negative tweet saying the most deplorable things. I check their profile. Loving Christian. God first. Dad. LOL. Swine. Block. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> of course, we're we're going to get all into that in a little bit. That's just... That was a nice, uh, that was a nice Thanksgiving surprise.
2: <laughs> but that was one, one other very quick thing from NXT was them saying that it, it's nice that NXT, watching NXT can be a great Thanksgiving tradition. When this is the only year you'll be able to watch NXT on Thanksgiving, right? Because
0: yeah. <laughs> SmackDown's going to be back on Thursdays next year.
1: That's coming up pretty quick. That big, what's that move mid-January? I think January
0: fifteenth. Least... I think is the uh, is the date on that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there uh there they're gonna be there's gonna be some interesting shit going on. Well, well that Wednesday we talked about uh last week, although we still don't know any updates from Destination America where TNA time slot will be,
2: but well, there was, there's updates on tapings but nothing on when they'll actually air or anything.
4: No,
3: don't worry, they'll, they'll 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 air it and then re air it like fourteen times, because they have nothing on Destination America. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the channel that has, like, some rednecks trying to hunt uh, down Bigfoot? Like, literally hunt him? Like, not to find him, <laughs> Pro- but to kill I- him?
2: Probably. I yeah. have heard the names of some of the shows on Destination America, and they make me wish I had that channel.
0: It all sounds so good. Do you ever notice wrestling is on these channels that just show, like, the worst crap? Like, 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 like... The only thing I know from Spike is endless cops reruns. That's that's those guys. Spike has endless cops reruns. Of course, you have uh, 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 answers.
3: Well, Spike also plays Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars movies relentlessly too. So
0: yeah, and we have uh, of course uh, USA, which they might as well just re- rename the SVU network because that's all they ever show is SVU reruns.
3: <laughs> That's because they ended all their good programming. Yeah. You know, like monk and psych, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean yeah Sci-fi like I, I swear you. if I
0: turn on the USA network right now, I will probably be watching a rerun of SVU. <laughs> That's like and my wife will fall asleep watching Raw and she'll wake up and get into watching SVU and it's like, okay, they might as well just change the damn name of the network to SVU <laughs> instead of USA. Now destination America, we got guys hunting for Bigfoot. <laughs>
4: The L rated. Well,
3: they did a Survivor Man Bigfoot, <laughs> where he went out and he stayed with a guy that says he claimed he saw him. And Les Stroud had a, um actually camera shot of somebody looking watching him in, at the end of the episode. It's like, oh shit! That
1: <laughs> turned out to be a fucking giant Ewok. <laughs> Probably was. Yep. C three PO is our king.
3: You know what? I've thought about it because this whole weekend, the whole Star Wars trailer, teaser trailer leaked.
1: Yeah. Well, I no, think I, that, it wasn't a leak, wasn't. I thought it was they intentionally put it. Oh, out. It, I, I don't know. Whatever.
3: It, it, I I I kind of don't care. I'm actually at that point, I'm like you know what? I I'm not excited about these movies. Mostly, mostly because I think the fact of the matter is I've read a lot of the books, and the fact that they're gonna just say fuck you
2: to all the time I spent reading all those books. Oh shit, that and, Yeah, They're gonna just wipe out the expanded universe.
3: And I'm like, you know what? Screw you guys, I don't want to watch your movies.
1: I'm kind of gonna reserve judgment. You know, there was some ice eye candy going on in the trailer, and you know, I have a lot of pals who are, you know, having their fanboy boy moments on Facebook, and I, I get it.
0: I like how the trailer starts with the shocked Undertaker guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll we'll have to wait and see. I think Hollywood has really done a really bad job with a lot of elements of her childhood. You know, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, etc. I'm always going to be willing to give these things a chance. Well, true.
3: What are you talking about? I just watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yesterday on Netflix. What are you talking about?
1: (laughs) What, the original one? Yeah, the original one is on Netflix. Yeah, the original one's awesome. Because they they actually used canon from Eastman Alert. I went, th- I've got- I went through, you know, the Teenage Mutant Turtles being kind of altered two times in my life, because I used to collect those old black and white issues, and then Archie got their hands on it, and they toned it all down, and, you know, mind you, I, I kind of enjoyed the Archie series, you know, I was not a huge fan of Rocksteady and Bebop, I didn't mind them as much as, uh, I, you know, I guess I- I've been as angry with the base stuff later, uh, but Fuck the Ninja Trolls used to be so badass. That was like, comic you had to hide from your parents because there's like blood everywhere, man. So good.
2: Yeah, I hear the comics are pretty brutal. And I've never managed to find any
1: of my any of them. Oh yeah, they're they're collector's <coughs> items, man. I think they not... I,
0: I think they've re released them, but in the uh more modern colors.
1: Yeah. The original black and whites also had color uh com- compendiums that came out around the same period, so I'm sure they kept the well, prints around. They they're had worth the well, read, well, man.
0: Well Uh, regarding those, those had, they were all wearing red masks, now I think they've re-re-re-released them with the The different colored masks, yeah Uh I I think, I don't know, I mean I just saw it uh, I think on Google Play or something like that
1: I I can accept that, I'm not going to nitpick little things like that, I mean that's just part of the Archie influence and the reality is most people know the Archie background, not Leesman Alert and I kind of of accept that as the new Mm -hmm. canon, if you will but it really isn't, it's if you ever do come across those old ones definitely give them a read especially like the first 20 issues and if you can track down uh, Raphael issue 1 or if you ever visit Calgary I'll let you read it with uh, very careful
0: <laughs> actually I think that might have been the papers. one that was on uh, on Google Play
1: it's, it's the whole issue is the opening fight scene in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where Casey Jones meets Raphael like that's the issue it's almost frame for frame reenacted so good. I own two D V D copies of that, actually. <laughs> Just in case one gets scratched.
0: I <laughs> uh, I for anybody that is tuning in and waiting to hear from Mikey Whipbreck, it is live radio. <laughs> this happens to us a lot, actually.
3: Yeah, we get stood up a lot.
0: Yeah. Go shoot That's
3: him. why I, I was actually surprised last week when we got Charlie Haas. I was like no fucking way and he actually was good enough for, to give us the, to interview while driving his kids to a birthday party I shot Mikey
0: an email let's see if we get back because I, I talked to him Wednesday and he said sounds good so still waiting to hear back. I actually have a so. random fun fact because I've been
2: poking around Wikipedia apparently John Cena is actually worth more than Triple H wow he has a net worth of thirty-five million compared to Triple H's twenty-five million.
3: Well, yeah, well, but does that include all the stuff money that he that that Triple H has, or is that just Triple H on his own?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's just Triple H on his own. <laughs> well, yeah. See, I imagine his net worth has gone down thanks to the network shares, crashing the share price.
0: Well, what were you know? Since Charlie Haas just was brought up, I did have something i saw the other day
1: oh the doctor the doctor um i was actually gonna bring that up when uh
0: when we were talking about just
1: before you did that's interesting eh
0: yeah i just gotta find it here unless you already have it up you can
1: no i don't but i know exactly what it said they basically cleared them without even testing them for a concussion and he had the exact same question. It's kind of a shame we didn't have him on this week because we could ask him what his thoughts on
0: that. Yeah, I, I really. It's kind of like I almost thought about calling uh, Fuller up calling and saying, back hey, can, and you Charlie, up? "Can you get us Charlie? Can you get us Charlie Haas again so we could talk about this?"
2: <laughs> it, it did help lend credence to what Punk said that when there are other people saying it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm still... He's hardly the first person to complain about Ryback. There are a lot of stories going around that people didn't like working with him.
0: I got people this like dude is saying, just rough. I have people saying like, Oh well, you know, how could you believe Punk over Ryback? Like, because have you ever fucking watched a Ryback match? <laughs> Seriously, like that dude is fucking dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> In January of this year, this is this is from uh from twenty ten. January of this year, Charlie Haas himself suffered a serious neck injury in WWE during a match with Drew McIntyre. As a lifelong amateur and pro, Haas knew all about neck injuries, but this one was different. He got an MRI which showed mild to moderate herniation of two discs, the C6 and the T1. He was told to undergo physical therapy and if that didn't work, to consider major spinal fusion surgery. Haas shipped the MRI images from his Dallas home to to the Pittsburgh clinic of Dr. Joseph Maroon, WWE's resident neurologist and medical director who also works for the Pittsburgh Steelers and serves on the National Football League's now discredited concussion policy committee. In his only remark to me that could be termed directly critical of WWE, Haas said, Maroon told me, you had a stinger, a common and casual neck nerve irritation. You're good to go. And I'm thinking, how can he make that diagnosis from Pittsburgh? Haas had physical therapy but it didn't take on February 26, 2010 WWE cut him. He's a realist. He knows that he was always typecast as a utility wrestler, technic- uh, technically skilled and able to make the top guys look good and to teach the younger guys how to work as a non-main eventer, he was prone to release. But there there you go. There's the uh you know, there there's further uh Information into this Dr. Joseph Maroon that CM Punk was uh, was talking about on this uh, podcast that we're going to be talking about in a in a little while. I'm just waiting to see if maybe Mikey whipwreck' will get back to us because he uh, he did say he was calling. Now, like I said, live radio. You promote things and sometimes things don't work. I guess they're putting card subject to change under the uh <laughs> under the Facebook uh group profile things, you know. <laughs> Facebook uh page header profile image, whatever. <laughs> we won't be offering refunds though. Yeah. It's not like John Cena didn't show up for the show.
3: <laughs> do, you, do you guys have the group the, the d that do any of you have the document up?
0: I have the yeah. doc oh,
2: yeah.
3: Does it have the chic tweets in there?
2: Uh, no, let no. Because no, I
3: did them. I did them, and then the they disappeared. Yeah, it's
1: in <laughs> a yeah, previous version. Just, that's weird. just click on your update for the previous version when we get to the chic tweets.
3: Well, I'll just I'm just going through and putting them, trying to put them back in.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's easy. Just right click, open your previous edit, copy, paste them into the current, and okay, you're wait.
3: done. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> yeah, what was that again?
0: <laughs> Go to your update from forty minutes ago, copy your chic tweets and just paste them in again and save them. Cause I think what might have happened is I think uh I think maybe uh G was updating at the same time you did.
3: Yes, yeah, so that's what was I noticed that. Hello? Hey we're here.
0: Okay. We're here. Yeah, we're okay. here. We're here. We didn't... knock knock. You're not there. You're, you're not gone. <laughs> Wait, so we're updates
3: from order forty minutes ago and do what?
0: copy and paste them into the into the current document and just save them and then that way we'll have them oh okay there
3: we go okay <laughs> i got them i think it's i think they're the same ones i just thought i i've got them up here now so i don't have to worry about it don't i'm not even going to worry about it copy and paste them i've got i've got it up here so so doc talk every sunday <laughs> <laughs> so so what else, what do we anything else we want to talk about do you want to talk about, the, talk about the anonymous GM?
0: Let's talk about the anonymous GM because I got
3: some GM talk. If you want to talk about it,
0: I can honestly
2: say I marked out.
5: I used it really.
0: I I, 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 really? I, 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 I kind of went, Ugh. <laughs> you know, like seriously. We established. Everybody knows who the anonymous GM is, right?
2: Yes, Horncwago. Oh, it was Okay.
0: Okay. Now they're going on .dot com, and they're saying, "Will we finally find out who the anonymous raw GM is? Are you fucking serious? Like, 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 really? Is this is this something that we're not supposed to remember now because it happened yes. how how like two years well, ago?
1: Of course, yes. It is. Stir into the men in black, flashy pen. <laughs> the the anonymous GM reveal never happened. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how they book, man. We know this. We, I well, I,
3: I, the reason why I was bringing this up is because I, if, I don't know if you guys covered this already, but I have Jericho's new book, the best in the world. And at, at what I have, no idea. Available at bookstores everywhere. Pick up a copy. It's not as good as his last two books, but it's pretty good. I, I'm about halfway through. And guess who? Guess who takes credit for the weekly GM?
1: Hogan? No, <laughs> Jericho. Jericho.
3: Jericho invented the, the weekly GM uh, which and he said he said he invented it and the main reason he ha- he, he got the, th- the thing behind it was he, he it was his idea so he had to be a part of it every week that's why he was a part of so many of the the segments with the G, the, the weekly guest GM and I have a list of his worst his least favorites and his favorite GMs would you like to get, deal that go through that list?
0: I don't think we got anything better to do right now, so why
3: not? <laughs> okay, here are is here are here are his, um, okay. The worst his his five worst hosts in raw history in his in his mind. Number five, Dennis Miller. Number four, John Lovitz. I completely forgot he was a raw GM.
0: Say, John Lovitz was raw GM for <laughs> week. I don't remember that.
3: Number three, Kyle Bush and Joey Logano. Oh,
0: God, I was there for that one. That one was terrible. Oh, wait,
3: that was number two. I'm sorry. Oops, I'm sorry. He did... F- I think he did four. I'm sorry. And the worst... The worst guest host in Raw History Award goes to... Drumroll, please. Al Sharpton.
0: Oh, God. What about Bar- Buzz the Al Aldrin? Sharp you guys remember Al. Buzz Aldrin being the guest GM? He wasn't that good either. Well, he should come back for Stardust.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, and, I, and actually, in the book, it says um, Sharpton wasn't even actually at the at the live Raw. They did; they were all pre-taped vignettes, and he did know They had they they all they were all the wrestlers were all given scripts, and Sharpton did not did not work with any script at all, and it was just it was just bad. Now his favorite G, his favorite Raw GMs. Number four, Shaquille O'Neal, which makes sense. He's a true wrestling fan, and he can he loves the sport. He's been a part of both WCW, WWE, TNA, IWGP, ALSB, WF. You name the wrestling, Shaquille's probably been a part of it. Um. Let's see. Was that was number four? Number three was Ozzy Osbourne, probably because he was a fanboy. Yeah. And trust me, anybody too. Like if, as much as you know, I think Ozzy's shit now. If I were if he were to come in my house right now, and I'd I'd mark out. Sorry. Much like you guys did last week
1: with Sting. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's WWE. I already forgot. That's what I'm supposed to do. (laughs) Let me see here. Let me find the Okay, oh, no, once
2: the... he was listed on the website as string. <laughs> <laughs> number 2
3: was Mike Tyson. And the number 1 his most favorite. Can you guys can, I I'm going to have you guys guess this one. Do you think
2: I'm going to guess Hugh Jackman. Bob Barker.
1: Yeah, G? Bob Barkley seems to be a pretty safe guess considering how good now, the But if it's not that, maybe William Shatner.
3: Now, okay. I will say within those answers, you do have Shatner. the right answer. Yeah, everybody knows
4: that.
0: Oh, we got some oh, uh Ah, oh, that's cuz the must to... be halftime of the football game.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um between those three answers, yes, you are you you do you guys did pick the right answer. Um Shatner. Now, while he did have said hi He he did speak well of both two of those answers. He did say those two are two of the best ones, but they were not the best. His favorite GM, guest GM, was none other than Bob Barker. He said he could not, when he was doing the, the Price is Right segment, he could not keep a straight face to save his soul. He was fighting so hard to keep a straight face while Bob Barker was just Doing his thing, he was just in, ripping on Jericho, and with, he had the whole name tag on uh, on the, his greased up body.
1: It was, but yeah, there you go. Well, it makes sense. Those are probably our collectively our favorites as well.
0: Yeah, I definitely yeah. enjoyed the uh, the Bob Barker episode.
1: Yeah, I will. I will fun. say that that was that
2: was one of the memorable ones. Yeah, but let's let's not forget that the R.C. Osborne episode did give us Chris Masters doing a titty dance. That's true. Oh, yeah.
0: That's true. that wasn't
2: good. That was not good. No, I... (laughs) I, I, Thank you, Mark, for putting that
3: image back in my head. I tried to ignore that image. I I had had the image blocked in my head. You had to put it back in there.
1: (laughs) I know what animated gif will be for
4: for next week.
0: (laughs) Uh, I just realized it's my break song week. So <laughs> That's what the clicking is. I'm looking for a break song.
3: There's uh, well, I can always come. Up. I can I can come up with one in like two I, seconds. If you I
0: got it. this. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I'm good. We're not going there yet. We're still waiting to see if maybe we can get our guest on the line here. I just no t- word back. Well, just tweeted him, emailed him, nothing yet. So. Worst he,
1: case scenario, we reschedule. Like, I,
0: I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that he just like overslept.
3: <laughs> but then again, though, too, will he be in the Royal Rumble this year?
0: <laughs> right, like Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> that was that uh, that that. It's like, why okay, now why won't his his uh PR person write his back, and then the next thing you know, he's in the Royal Rumble. Like, well, that answers that question.
3: Well, actually, actually, yeah. What I read—that's uh, in the book too. He—he didn't, he didn't, doesn't mention us.
2: I'm sure. But I oh, thought you were going to say he, he, he had
3: already—he had already resigned from WWE at that point. When he did, when he was—he—he he was at least a month before the Rumble that he had re, re, he had resigned. So I think when we had him scheduled, it was like either right after, or it was just around that that time when he's it signed. So that's pretty much why he didn't. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm just looking for a long enough song for a decent break song <laughs>
2: alright it, it's amazing how I many go. headings in the John Cena article include the words WWE Championship
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm sure I'm sure uh, yeah I just um, yeah, I've been meaning to get Jericho's book I just haven't felt like parting with money
3: i I got it for my birthday see the best part about that is it came right out right around right out it came out right at birthday time so i was like that was on the birthday list it was on the amazon birthday list so (laughs) here you go
0: that works so i'm looking for it now i'm probably gonna get the kindle version and read it tonight on the way to work or something (laughs) i've actually got some extra money this week for once which will change next week Because we got snowed in And my wife didn't work for a week So That kind of sucks <laughs> <laughs> well. huh.
4: huh
1: Huh Global force wrestling signs Wait for it Try to count to 10 Math professor Scott Steiner
4: Nice <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not kidding There's a video on Reddit right now oh, um, Road to the Tokyo Dome January 4th, Scott Steiner, the fans want something different. That's fucked up. Please tell me he's on that card. He is. Yes. He will be wrestling in Japan or doing something. Um, January 4th live. Called by Jim Ross.
0: Nice. Fuck <laughs> out! That ought to be interesting. But how much better would have Sting's appearance have been if Jim Ross was calling it? Well, of
4: course,
1: everything's better with Jim Ross. Well, that's true. Hell, I watched that boxing match just because Jim Ross was calling it earlier (laughs) in the year. I went out of my way to check out a real shitty MMA uh, card just because Jim Ross was calling it with Chael Sonnen, which actually was a double whammy of awesome. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. I wonder what Snyder's going to be doing. That's insane. That's breaking. That just came out 17 minutes ago.
0: I'm on our, our Twitter right now I'm looking at the uh, replies page here and uh, we got a tweet from Andrew J. Reimers last week it said my name was literally in the same sentence as Joel Gertner's therefore life is a success uh, at board wrestling fan at MXW wrestling which is Joel Gertner hashtag ECW great interview and it was retweeted uh, tweeted by Joel Gertner of course and bat nipples <laughs> 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 gotta love Twitter that was a and good a song I
1: had a bail tentative. at the end of it That was like Basically my cutoff point um, Yeah
0: No that's uh, And that's understandable
1: I, d- I did listen to the entire thing I, I enjoyed how He was dropping in All these like Sad moments In wrestling Just subtly I, I thought that was clever oh,
0: That was great And Andrew's gonna be back soon He uh He's looking forward to Actually being in studio With us to perform Uh He, he actually had a couple Of other songs He was going to perform But uh Unfortunately The uh Snow keeping us in And uh, also kept him out so uh, he wasn't able to make it he'll be back I don't know when haven't decided that yet but he will be back and next week we have uh what's the guy's name Alfonso says name from quote unquote from heel Yeah,
1: <laughs> he, he seems pretty, pretty sharp witted in the emails so I and he said uh if he comes on he's more inclined to want to just chat wrestling as opposed to being like a straight up interview so that should be a good guy, a guy to jump on in a more of a panel style episode
0: I think that's good I think maybe I email the other guy that wanted to be on next week and we have Alfonso as more of a guest host
1: but from the sounds of it i i talked to him about you know how we can do the show and how we we're always willing to change things as we are doing right now uh of course <laughs> well fine. when
0: we have these guests booked the card is always subject to change here and we always have to kind of improv a little bit to just to see if maybe he's gonna call uh but it's been about a half hour now so i'm <laughs> starting to
1: yeah well and uh, that's why i think like uh with 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 uh mr hill book he's uh he wanted me to touch base with him the day before because it was two weeks out, and I mean, it, sometimes life happens, right? So, yeah, of course, it, yeah. So we'll we'll see what that's all about um, later in the week. So that's the tentative plan, listeners. Um, we promise nothing. Cards subject to change. Yeah, well, you know so. something,
3: brother? I created that term "cards subject to change," brother, mostly because I've, I was so jacked up on steroids; it was hard to change my 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 depends, brother.
1: Cat shitting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh shit. You can tell I to a certain interview eh. <laughs>
0: yeah
2: this poop just isn't funny
0: anymore we had to. we had to really fucking try to get jt for uh, to get that interview for jt
2: yes and i very
3: much appreciate it but then again you'll very much appreciate it in a couple days when your package arrived uh, arrived the 14 it, cds it, worth it, of it came yesterday
0: actually i think and thank you very much jt i did get it wait, yesterday
3: wait, you already got it it came
0: yesterday as a matter of fact
3: I sent it Friday.
0: Yeah, I know. And I got it. Yeah, I opened it. I went outside to grab my mail. I had my, my Dollar Shave Club uh, kit was in there with my four razors and my Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. And then I uh, there was a big, giant package just sticking out of my mailbox. And I'm like, that has got to be from JT. And I pull it out, and it's got your name on it. And I'm like, yep, that's what it is. And I took all the CDs out, and I put them on the kitchen floor, took a picture, and sent it to George. like, damn, dude, look what JT just sent me. <laughs> So thank you, I really appreciate that. I haven't haven't gotten a chance to pop them in yet, but uh, I I really appreciate you doing that for me and sending them to yeah, me. You're
3: welcome. If you need a track listing, they they should. They I did the track listing, so you can, if you put them on the computer, it should say all the track names. But if you need track listings, I can give you the track listings.
0: But okay, cool. Because I like I said, I haven't even popped them in yet. I just because I got my daughter this week, so it was like that, I gotta. I gotta that's hang totally, out here and watch her play Minecraft all day.
3: That's <laughs> totally funny that it took a 20 a tw- it's one day. I, they asked me for one day shipping. I said, no. I'm like,
1: it's going to Buffalo. Do I really need one day shipping? It's going to take two days, two, be, three days. Obviously, so it didn't
0: because it got here in one day.
1: <laughs> so I'm on Twitter right now. So at Lars Ulrich, my buddy JT is a <laughs> software pirate. <Hashtag laughs> Napster South Park episode.
3: Yeah, but you—you you know, you <laughs> forgot. Yeah, but you forget you forgot. G in 2008 when Death Magnetic came out, Lars downloaded it because it, all
1: right, yeah. he downloaded it off the internet. So <laughs> I know that they—they they gave up the mountain to die on years ago, but it's still fun to get a Napster reference in in 2014.
0: My my aim screen name was Lars Kills Napster. <laughs> <laughs> my my I buddy my buddy site. Turtle and I would always would always shoot pool when we were in college. And I would always be wearing a Metallica t shirt, and he'd always be wearing a Napster t shirt. (laughs) It's like, yeah, Metallica versus Napster! But, uh, yeah. I'm going to assume that maybe Mikey Whipwreck, like, overslept or something because we still haven't heard from him. Yeah. So, uh, I think what we'll do is we'll throw it to a break song. And, um, from there, we'll, uh, from there, we'll, uh, I don't know, figure it out from there. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll start talking about other stuff. If he calls during the break song, though, I will cut the break song, pick up, and answer. But uh, at this point, I'm thinking he probably, like, overslept or something. We'll hear back from him soon, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but since it's my break song, and I've been obsessed with these this band's two albums lately, I decided to go with The Pretty Reckless. And one of their singles from their latest album, in fact, the title track, uh, is the song Going to Hell. So uh, that gives you guys about four and a half minutes. All right, cool. (laughs) And here it is whenever it starts on Board Wrestling Fan Radio. Because we love technology. Don't bless me. There it is. That's the pretty reckless on board wrestling fan radio. Still no word from Mikey Whipbreak, so I'm assuming he's not calling today. We'll, we'll try to get him some other time, I, I guess. But uh, we're back, and uh, well, it, it was mentioned earlier that it was a pretty big news week, and, and well, you know what? Let's let's uh, let's let JT do the uh, chic tweets, and then we'll come Gosh. back to that.
3: Oh, shit, I forget about the sheet treats. Oh, okay, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> see, I remember your
0: segment this week, and now you're not ready.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not a whole lot anyway. I, I didn't I, kind of... I see that. There there wasn't much, but there was... Um, I I also planned, because we had a, a guest, too, so I was making sure that we didn't have a lot for the guests. So first, here we go. This, these are the ones that I original, originally posted, so they might be different than the list you have. Who served the fucking jabroni apple teenies and who served the ice cold beer today? Hashtag NFL Sunday. Hello, Jaguars. Everybody tell me you are the warm piss pool beer today. You don't bring me the ice, ice cold. You can go fuck yourself forever. <laughs> Good morning, NFL Commissioner. Where can I find you? Put you in my camel clutch. Break your fucking back. Make you humble, raisin balls. Ray Rice, you have the rice stick. I'm going to indefinitely beat the fuck out of you forever. You fucking no good son of a bitch. As much as as much as soon, I going to beat the fuck out of the jabroni turkey. Put that son of a bitch in a camel clutch. Make it humble. Gobble gobble, you fuckle you fucking jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Mexico, Tito Santana can go fuck himself. And that's all folks. Good night, go fuck yourself. All right. Well, uh, uh, after after she make you humble, you need the c Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, angrymarks.com, dailywrestlingnews.com, cheapheat.com are great sources for wrestling news. Uh Alice at RWR, thank you so much for getting Joel Gertner on our show last week for helping us and and he was a great guest. Uh for sure. Um and of course our boys at at Booker T's uh and and Chris especially his uh i guess his mom got into a car accident or something and she's okay so we're glad to hear that uh, but uh you know shout outs to all of them uh we've got news from uh Mets fan forever that's a, a reddit user that uh, has a lot of uh insight into WWE uh, and he says there's one thing worth mentioning this week Uh, or, or, or we say there's one thing worth mentioning this week for Mets fans to quote Michael Cole and I quote I have been told the promoters have been told not to book the Hardy Boys versus the Briscoes versus the Young Bucks because ROH is planning to feature that first-time-ever match at one of the WrestleMania weekend shows. Besides Final Battle, ROH considers that weekend their second biggest of the year and really want to feature a top match. If for any reason this match changes, it will only be because Destination America and TNA have a deal to not feature any TNA talent on any other indie shows. But as of right now, it is highly unlikely Uh, And this is all from the same source that gave him info on the uh, Red Dragon and the recent success in Japan.
2: Yeah, but I think that sounds like a pretty good match to
0: me. I I would watch it. I would.
1: It would definitely be a good match. Absolutely. uh, As it is November 30th and the end of a certain month, I must ask you a question. (laughs) I think it's time that we address the elephant in the room. And before we get into all the bullets and notes... Let's just talk about your first overall impression when you found out this particular Art of Wrestling podcast dropped unannounced on Thursday. And were you collectively uh, also as shocked that it came out just as randomly as I was considering we've been waiting almost a full year for something from a Mr. CM Punk.
0: Well, I just... I, I... Noticed it right at midnight on on the uh, on Thanksgiving morning here in the states, and it was holy shit. Wait a minute, what CM Punk is doing? I, I had actually heard of it, heard about it about five minutes sooner, and then I saw that it was available, and it's like, oh shit, I have to watch this. But I was watching something else. I, I don't remember what, but I was watching something else on my tablet or or something and um, in fact I was watching uh, I Am Santa Claus featuring Mick Foley which is available on Netflix Um, and then I then I got the the, you know CM Punk is going to be on Art of Wrestling like oh shit CM Punk is going to tell all on Art of Wrestling like oh shit Art of Wrestling is now available like oh shit I have to download that as soon as I'm done watching this movie and then I went to download it and the server was down. Oh yeah. And as of yesterday, it was still down.
1: Yep. He broke. He broke uh, iTunes. Yeah. Well, it's now on
3: iTunes now. I'm actually looking at it now. It's now on it. But it, as of, like say as of yesterday, it still wasn't
1: on iTunes.
0: Yeah. yeah the I, the entire server went down. The,
1: the entire yeah,
0: server there, went there down. Yeah. There are
1: some other links got thankfully put up because I didn't. I wasn't able to get it on iTunes. Well, either. I I, like, I had
0: to like go you say, to thanks uh, to
3: Joe. Working hard, working getting it to me on Friday. I was able to listen to it. I appreciate it again. I will say thank you again, Joe.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> saw your request for it, but I was uh, stuck in work, um, and it was in my car on my iPod. <laughs> I, like shit, I was yeah, right outside, but I, I can't legally leave the room I'm in. It's I to the nature of my work, so I, I
0: was trying to send it to you through email, but it was so big. It's like, nope, you can't do it. Like, oh fuck. All right, fine. I'll just, you know. I'll, I'll send it some other way. And then I couldn't find any other way to send it for my tablet. So I had to put it on my computer. Then I tried to send it to you. And then it's like I tried to run FileZilla on the older computer here. And it says, nope, you need Windows Vista or greater. And this one's still got Windows XP. It's not my computer, so I can't upgrade it. <laughs> so it's like, okay, now what? So I had to get a different FTP client. And I uploaded it to our server just so you could get it. Uh, but there was a there was the YouTube link was there. The, the link that was in the flock wouldn't work for me like that one went down too it was incredibly difficult to get a copy of that podcast. But I, I wound up going through uh, what's been affectionately called as the original network <laughs> and uh, and got it that way. And I listened to it at work while I was putting out breakfast and everything. I'm just carrying my tablet around with me, listening to this podcast. <laughs> and I thought I, it's just like I was hooked on every word. It was, it was fascinating the whole thing, and just because you've been waiting so long for it. So, what was the reaction from anybody else?
2: Well, this was the second time I've actually listened to Colt's podcast, and I found it hilarious. He started with it with a plug for the WWE game. Yeah, it was uh, at made, that point the podcast was brought to you by two K fifteen.
3: Well, I don't mean to cut you up, but it was at that point I'm like and I had heard i you know, I don't I didn't listen to it yet till yesterday. And um i I've been hearing all it's a work, it's a work and I, at that point when I first when I first hear the the, the first ten minutes of it and it's two WWE B two K I'm like, this has gotta be a fucking work until I listen yeah, to I the highly whole thing. doubt
2: it's a work, <laughs> yeah, when well, you actually listen to it. <laughs> and he just destroys everything. <laughs>
1: It, there's no way that was a word.
4: Yeah. Well, let's but,
1: let's let's talk well, about. He's, it. But he's just saying his first impression is like before it even got right. into the interview. I I actually had a chuckle at that as well. Be you know, I'm sure these advertising placements are actually it, were in place prior to. uh Certainly. But it's it probably bought in a chunk. Because I, cause I listened Yeah, that I, I doubt he'll be advertising to k 15 again. <laughs> well, 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 the week prior, it was also brought to you us by 2k15 and I believe that even the week prior to that I think they probably bought like a month or two of advertising on his podcast and I'm sure both Quilt uh, cool and Punk were laughing about that coincidence as well. You could probably, you can probably he, get our tr-
0: advertising so, on our podcast a lot cheaper if anybody's interested
1: <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we'll sell it. Yeah, we'll, cool. we'll plug your shitty game We can create ourselves in the game. Yes we can finally have that Maven fan match against Mark Noyce. <laughs> or
5: JT
2: Holgate. Okay. Or, you know, win matches.
3: Let's, let's yeah, g- actually, they do. Well, let's get <laughs> they into always this. Have.
0: Let's, let's get into this. Let's talk about this. We got, I got a bullet list here that G was kind enough to get for me, and uh, uh, Punk finally told his side of the story on Cole Cabana's podcast. List of issues and grievances is long, but we've got it in bullet points. Uh, and And I agree with G's assessment here that you should listen to the damn thing. Uh, but we'll give you the gist of it here. Um, Punk says and he let's left.
1: Let's not rush through all these points because there's so. Well, oh, certainly not. No, no I, I don't think we rush through it at individual
2: all. point. Yeah.
0: Punk says he left WWE in January, uh, which we all know due to injuries. Vince McMahon sent him a text and said he was suspended for two months, and after the suspension ended, he was never contacted for any bookings. When he contacted WWE about royalties that were owed to him, they hemmed and hawed, then eventually sent him a termination by mail. His wedding date was apparently the same day he was in, quote, breach of contract, according to WWE. Actually, what he said was was he got the FedEx stating that he was fired on his birthday. The breach of contract was wait, 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 why he was wedding. suspended, on, on his wedding. Yeah,
1: which essentially is a breach of contract. That's sure. Yeah, that that was uh, one of the one of the interesting things about this is there was a Michael Hayes tweet, and I, I neglected to get it into uh, our list here. And i not. It was not Michael. No, oh, it was Road Dog. and Road Dog who said something along the lines of, "If CM Punk's wedding was supposed to be a big secret, how would they know?" To send this contract. And my immediate reaction to that was like, are you fucking stupid, Road Dog? Or are you just being the corporate show here? Um, you know, we have to take everything in this interview as a career soul because it's one side of the story. But that argument that no one knew, that's bullshit. Like, yeah, AJ AG would have to get though. time off of work. So, same with all the guests to go to the wedding. Of course, they would know. Sorry, go
0: ahead. Oh, exactly.
1: I I just found that one baffling. Like there there is some cer- certainly there is a lot of truth in this in this interview. This but there's also been some interesting damage control. I got some of it in the news, but if I missed something, bring it up, please.
2: it Has to been any damage control? I only know there's,
0: that
1: one little statement.
0: Yeah, the WWE released a statement, and it was just a generic statement. I, I would say uh, just based on what it was, but we'll we'll get to that in a few minutes. Uh, but uh, another thing Punk says in the interview, he was working with broken ribs, uh, a concussion, injured knees, uh, and during the November twenty thirteen European tour, he was throwing up and dry heaving after every match. And the medication they gave him, uh, the Z Packs, which we'll definitely talk about in a few minutes, uh, they gave him. Uh, they made uh, they made him literally poop himself in the ring during a match that he worked on SmackDown. And, and one of the funny things I thought was uh, about the interview was he was talking about he uh, he. Posted on Twitter that he, you know, watch me watch me shit myself on SmackDown, and they yelled at him for using the word shit. Family Twitter. friendly, come on.
2: Then <laughs> he tweeted out, "This poop isn't funny anymore."
5: Yeah,
3: it's family friendly. Come on, you can't say shit. Fa- families don't say shit.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like my family, like shit was not a swear word. Shit was what she did when you went to the bathroom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, I dude. Dude, I grew up hearing shit every all the time. It's not like I really care. I, you know, I I grew up, you know. They say, um, shit. What was it? What was the? What was just it? said shit again. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. What was it? What 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 was it that they said in in the misery? Um, I was a slum. I was a slum kid. That's how they talked. That yeah. That's I grew up with it. That's how we talked. Right in the slums, you know. I, I'm okay. I wasn't a slum kid. I'm a trailer park kid. So you know, that's how we talked in the trailer park
0: this is CM Punk this is the edgiest freaking character you've got at this time and you want him what do you want him to do go on Twitter and say oops I pooped my pants come on
1: let him <laughs>
4: poop look. my oh. pants yeah hey, hey, me hey, pants what what what
0: what's on he? hey, hey, he's the Rod the Steward pants. of WWE now uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Punk says that their concussion testing is a joke because he suffered a concussion at the Royal Rumble but was medically cleared to work the very next day that's the point he decided he was going home uh, which, uh, you know, hey, I would too. Hey, you have a concussion, but you passed our test, so get the hell out there and wrestle.
3: <laughs> yeah, wasn't that, the, the, he also, he took a concussion test while listening to music and playing on his tablet or something?
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, he, I think he said he tweeted Colt Cabana during the
1: test. Yeah, tweeting, yeah, that's right. I, I thought he was, like, you know, it's like, yeah. Hi, yeah, uh, everybody! Yeah, those concussion tests he mentioned that uh, after they took the test at one point he was like well now you want to go and run their fucking ropes and I, I, I realized uh, at that point that like I think I'm sold on this doctor being a sham I'd, like that makes no sense professional sports with concussion treatments if once they, they take it and they've clearly failed it yeah they don't, they don't ask the guy to go out and no. skate or run, run the gridiron.
0: No, certainly not.
3: Hi, everybody. Yeah, do- I'm WWE's <laughs>
1: new concussion doctor.
0: Yeah, I think WWE called one 800 Doctor orb The extra B <laughs> is for bargain.
1: See, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Wikipedia-ing it on. Uh, God damn it. And it says right here that I can do self-diagnosis. Get him out there. <laughs> Wikipedia uh, said it. It's true. God damn it. I am the president of the United States. I just put that in there.
0: (laughs) Uh, Punk buried Triple H for derailing his momentum in 2011. Says he told off Vince McMahon for not having Daniel Bryan booked in the main event of WrestleMania 30, which eventually did happen. Um, He really was shitting on that uh, Dave Batista versus Randy Orton main event that was originally supposed to be the main event for WrestleMania. Which, of course, you know, Punk was not happy about, and nobody, and nobody was happy about. Who was happy about Dave Batista versus Randy Orton for WrestleMania? We certainly I
3: weren't. I was.
0: Well, we certainly weren't here. <laughs> this, is, this is for sure.
1: It was, it was notable too that you know when when Punk was talking about a lot of people been critical about you know him saying why oh, I should be the main event, I should be the main event, and all that, and you know he kept putting over guys. That we're not returning and then what but i i like that he he went out of his way to mention that like i might have not got my main event but I'm, he was really glad that daniel bryan got it because like i it's kind of hard not to get like you know a positive reaction i guess from the community and i mean going into this i, I try to remain unbiased as possible but shit it's like he 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 took time often in the podcast to like not make it about himself and, and point out some of the the work other people you know did in the company and he talked about dave as well about chatting with him about mma training and then and this topic as well and it didn't really seem like he was trying to throw most of the workers under the bus um rather praise the guys who probably have stories in some cases we re- are not privy to you
0: well uh, we're, I, we're, we're in a group on facebook and somebody had posted um a tweet from The Rock from a few years ago. Oh, that was me. Oh, yeah, okay. And, and the tweet says basically, you know, you're not the main event because you don't draw like I do. And I commented that I was at WrestleMania 29, which was headlined by The Rock versus John Cena for the WWE Championship, which was uh, the WrestleMania that CM Punk was adamant he should have been headlining and, and certainly did have the best match of the show with The Undertaker. Mm -hmm. and I I was at that Wrestlemania and I said specifically, I was there for CM Punk I didn't give a fuck about The Rock and John Cena I wanted to go home early the only reason I stayed was because my wife was like oh no, we paid for the tickets, we should stay and watch John Cena and The Rock, like I don't fucking want to sit here in the freezing cold and watch these two guys I don't give a shit about let's go back to the hotel, get some rest go out sightseeing tomorrow and go to Raw (laughs) you know, (laughs) but we stayed, we watched that match and I really wish I hadn't because it wasn't that good and Punk stole the show just like he said and I, I you know he should have been the main event and I, I and I believe he pointed out that if they would have kept going if he didn't lose to the Rock at the Royal Rumble and, and then again at Elimination Chamber and that it would have been about 500 days that he was WWE champion if he would have went to a triple threat match with the Rock and John Cena yeah and he flat out said I don't care if I would have won the match just I should have been in the match and I think he's right
1: well, I, t- I agree 100% with you you know like we've had I'm in mean, an interesting year with the punk issue and a big part of it was the silence you know we've made fun of him about being a walking dead enthusiast and all of that but if you look at who's gotten opportunities over the last 6-7 years to have long matches go out there and, and, and entertain the living fuck out of us there's very few CM Punk is easily in in the top three, if not, some would argue number one amongst those guys. If if anything, like he has a very solid ground to make statements about deserving to be in the main event based on his actual demonstration of his abilities and the fan crowd reaction that he's gotten over that period of time. As much as uh, you know, he's right to be critical of not having programs to work with these part timer guys. Who, who would you tune in to watch on, on Raw? Honestly, you know, during the period that he was at his, at the t- near the top or at the top, him, Dan- Daniel Bryan. A little later, it would be the Shield. Sure as fuck was it, to, you know, to watch like the millionth Kane and Randy Orton matches and John Cena most of the time.
0: Let me let me, let me ask case. you this: let, Let's talk about John Cena for a second. Uh, over the last five years, let's let's just throw out a number: five years. What was Cena's best match in the last five years?
3: Punk.
0: I, I, I would venture to say the match he had with Punk on Monday Night Raw, with the pile driver, with the pile driver. Yeah, that match. That I think great that was match. that was probably John Cena's best match, probably in his entire career.
1: Well, it's up there. I, I don't remember all of them, but I, I'll certainly agree that. It's I, I would say that guys.
0: one and the the hour long match he had on Raw with Shawn Michaels a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Are probably his best two matches, and it's not—it's not because John Cena is a great worker. It's because he had two guys in there that made him look like a great worker, and that's CM Punk and, and Shawn Michaels. So I mean, and that was well, the best Cena match I've seen. And I used to like Cena back when he was a face, uh, back when he was a heel and, and doing the rap thing. I used to. I used to be a fan. I have the word life t-shirt and I'm sure Maven fan will make fun of me for that sometime along the along the course of the week. Whee! (laughs) Yeah, I I got the spinner belt. (laughs) (laughs) But I think Punk brought out the best in anybody he wrestled even the Rock. You know, Brock Lesnar, Triple H, any of them. And that's not to discount the ability of a Triple H or a Brock Lesnar.
1: There's only one guy in the company left that has given those opportunities. Not to say there aren't other guys who are capable of it, and he's he's injured.
0: You're you're referring to Daniel Bryan? Of course.
1: I mean, I, I'm quite confident that if they allowed a guy like Cesaro to have that spot, he could do the same thing.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's exactly where I was going to go with that. Was I was going to ask you what you thought of, of Cesaro if given the opportunity. I think Cesaro but, would be the guy that could do that. I think so,
1: as well as, I think, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins just as much are capable as well.
0: And Sami Zayn, when it, he comes up.
1: A very common thread between all of these guys. Yeah, absolutely. Indie darlings. Absolutely. And all the people that love to criticize the indie Darling side of it, proof's in the pudding, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, these are <laughs> the guys that, that people want to watch wrestle. They may not be the promo guys. You know what I mean? But those are the guys that I would pay to see wrestle. I would go to an indie show to see those guys because I know they're going to put on a hell of a wrestling match, not because Mm -hmm. they're going to come out and they're going to talk for 45 minutes, which Survivor Series, by the way, the first match started about 25 minutes into it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I did catch the first hour and then I had it. I had it on on, streaming on my computer while JT and I were watching the uh, The Walking (laughs) Dead there. So yeah. I kind of had an idea of what was going on throughout the pay per view, and we, you know, we, even both of us were talking about when Sting came out as well. Um, I ended up going back to watch that that uh, final event, final match, one more time because I knew it was good. I just my attention was clearly elsewhere. Uh, anyway, I'm on a tangent. It's all right. I, hope, all right. I wish CM Punk let's... was on the Talking Dead tonight. God damn it! Yeah. God damn it! Yeah.
0: All right. Let's 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 continue. Punk says Dr. Chris Amon of WWE willfully ignored a MRSA infection that had caused a swollen lump on his back. A second doctor diagnosed the lump and was stunned that he'd been wrestling with the infection for months, saying Punk, quote, should be dead.
2: That That was
1: was fucked up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Here, here's a Z-Pack.
1: It's, you know, this doctor, you know,
0: you look like a man. Punk. Punk was adamant on the on the on the art of wrestling, saying, "You know, cut this thing out of me. I've seen you do it for other guys. Cut this thing out of me." And so, the, and the guy's like, "No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine." So Punk leaves, and he says, "My wife says go to her doctor." So I went to her doctor, and he said, "Dude, what the fuck?" <laughs> you know, and. and so yeah, there you go. That's 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 a damning accusation. It really is. I mean, you know, how many other guys have life-threatening infections right now that could be, you know?
2: Well, there was a screen cap from Raw with a
1: big lump on Kane's back. Yeah, I,
0: I saw that. In fact, uh, G posted that on a, on on the site.
1: Yeah, make a comic, folks. Yeah, pictures are there. Put your own captions and have fun. Yeah. <laughs> But the, the that, that's really a good point. How many other guys? And how, also to comment back on the the Haas thing. Um, how many other stories have either been forgotten about and will resurface, or will come out? You know, with this guy. I mean, th- this this is a classic example of privatization of medical practice being flawed. If these allegations are all indeed true, I have to obviously preface that because nothing has really been, you know, legally established, just claims, but two guys already have suggested this, like, quote-unquote witch doctory bullshit that I, I think this comes back to this thing we just touched upon a second ago, which is the draw. Like, who really is the draw? Of course this, this guy has a vested interest in the high-end talent, the people... Come to watch Russell be active. if you cut that shit off his back, dude can't wrestle for a bit. you can't wrestle for a bit? People get pissed off and don't want to watch, right? Yeah. you kind of see where I'm going with this?
0: I do. I, I yeah. understand, hey. I'm not, I'm not saying that uh, you know, I can't see the side of, well, we don't want to cut it out of you, but at the same time, it's like he has a responsibility. He's a doctor. Yeah?
1: Or is he? Or is he a stooge?:
0: True? True,
1: I don't know I, I But I, I'm going to throw it out there Because I don't have any plans on working for the WWE I personally And the, these opinions are my own I don't give a fucking shit about this guy There's these allegations are like you said Damn it my, my inclination when I heard this Especially with the Haas thing after the fact Was like you know what I don't think this doctor is much Of any source of credible medical um, Professionalism Of any kind Like he has none this looks really bad if this guy does this sort of thing where he's just like on the phone yeah you're okay what his jo- his job is to keep guys bumping I think I-, I bet you quietly unofficially not written down in any kind the conversation has occurred that this guy's on staff and that's his job it's like unless this guy's literally gonna die in my ring you know like in the UFC Vince McMahon ha 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 um yeah <laughs> I, I, I really do. I am I'm 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 really kind of stuck on this idea where it's like I can't get the thought out of my head when I when I consider this element of the stories. I think this guy's job is literally that. He's, he's like, can the horse keep running in the race? Can you you know? I got a lot of money on the track tonight. Is he is he gonna be good to go? It's like, well, he is missing two legs, but uh, yeah, send him out there.
0: <laughs> let's uh, let's go further here. Punk blasted WWE for bringing him back so soon after injuries which he was talking about uh, his arm his arm was in a sling we've seen him on TV with his arm in a sling he was like I finally get to go home I finally get to rest they called him two weeks later said well your arm's in a sling but that doesn't mean you can't talk you coming back to work pal do me a favor I'll owe you one I'll owe you one. I, 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 That was a recurring theme throughout this podcast, too. I'll owe you one.
5: I'll owe you one, punk.
0: Yeah. Three times.
5: <laughs> Three times.
1: <laughs> and you're out. Bandwagon. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that kind of was another uh, the theme, was that he's looking for time off at any possible window. And that I... You know, I, I enjoyed the uh, the WWE films anecdote.
0: I was gonna say that's that's not in here, but the WWE films. Hey, I don't have to go on the European tour. Cool.
1: Yeah. Well, it was
0: actually. He wanted to go on the European tour, but they were like, "Oh no, no, no! It's not the European tour." And he's like, "Dude, that's the European tour." And Every he wanted it's the
1: same schedule.
0: Yeah, he wanted to, <laughs> he wanted time off. He was like, "Okay, I will film this movie just so I can have house shows and weekends off." you know, away from the ring and, uh, and but they told him it's in November he says, no, that's the European tour and Triple H, oh, no, buddy, that's not the European tour like, dude that's the European tour, it's the same damn time every year Triple H, oh, no, 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 it's not it's not, it's not next thing you know, Randy Orton has announced to be in the the, uh, what, what was it, 12 Very, rounds 2? No, 12 rounds 12 rounds yeah. 2, and Punk is like, what, you couldn't call me? Oh, like yeah it was the european tour like ah, i fucking told
4: you you
2: know Uh, he he really could have at least given him a call saying you're right it was the european tour we've got randy doing it instead
0: yeah sorry yeah (laughs) they that that's his complaint that was his complaint he says i don't mind that i'm not shooting the movie but you could have called me and told me you know uh, well, uh, Punk said his WWE career was a failure since he never headlined WrestleMania and called Vince an out-of-touch old man, noted that Vince would give his ideas to other wrestlers, uh, including this next one, which is uh, Punk noted uh, that WWE didn't want him to have sponsors, but was happy to give Brock Lesnar sponsors on his trunks. He said he wanted to switch to uh, the, the you know fight shorts like Brock Lesnar wears and have sponsors because people were getting a hold of him saying, hey, you know we want to sponsor you.
2: Yeah, I found that interesting because I've been wondering why don't wrestlers have sponsors, and it turns out they just never get offered them. And then when they did, Vince turned it down.
0: Well, yeah. Vince's logic, if I recall correctly from this interview, was our primary sponsors, our sponsors might get mad if you are wearing other sponsors.
2: Yeah, that was the that was Vince's logic, or at least the reason he gave. Pong. Right, right. And he it's also and he said heard. the boys might get upset as well true but, but then, it's, then it's just on them
1: to get sponsors I if you're good enough That's why true. the
0: hell don't you have sponsors
1: Well, it's another reason of listening to the podcast and having hearing him explain this you know in the tone of his voice it's he doesn't sound angry about it at all he's even said like good on Brock Lesnar for having that deal in place before he came in and them not being able to do anything about it it was just the fact that he had this concept well before Lesnar even came back and okay. it, it doesn't sound mad at all when he talks about it he talks about having total respect for Lesnar in that case you know, it's again looking at a bullet point. You know, you just think he's like all angry and it's a shoot. It's not. It's,
4: it's no, just, he's and, just laying and, it out.
0: And to go back to the point we made before we started reading these bullet points is if you if you don't you know if if you're getting the vibe that Punk is coming off angry and bitter and that's why he's saying all this stuff. No, go back, listen to the podcast. Go to coldcobana.com. dot com. The download link is there. You go there, you get the podcast. It's on iTunes. It's on Stitcher. Go find it. It's out there. There's a YouTube video with the podcast in it that you could go watch if you can't get the physical, you know, if you can't get the uh, actual MP3. It's out there. It's available. Go listen to it. It's worth it. It's, yeah. it's, it's a couple hours long, but it's worth it. And, and, and they're doing another one this week with right. fan questions.
1: It even encourages people who have, you know, the cynical side of it. Just, just be nice in the choice of language. And feel free to email if you dis- disagree or doubt any of the claims that are made in this in this particular episode. Yeah,
0: is I mean, your... don't 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 email them and say, "Well, CM Punk is a quieter, yeah,
1: <laughs> or <laughs> <at Walter. laughs> Qu-
0: Quil- a falter." Well, that's
1: good.
0: Punk Punk stated that he never held up WWE for money, and he did not walk out in the middle of a storyline, which technically is true. Maybe they were starting something with Kane because Kane came out and got him out of the Royal Rumble but he didn't have a match booked with Kane. It wasn't like, oh, tomorrow night on Raw, Punk's going to go after Kane. It was just Punk, oh, look what happened to CM Punk. And then CM Punk's like, "Well, okay. He's in he's in the middle of nothing. He's got nothing going on, so he says, "Screw it. I'm sick. I'm I'm sure we'll talk about that in a minute. What what he said to them, but I'm sick. I'm hurt." I just want to go home. I can't do this. I can't. I want to go home. Uh, and then he, he said uh, he hired a vicious lawyer to go after WWE and got everything he wanted and more. And that bullet that point is misleading as well because uh, at this point in the story, Punk is talking about royalties that mm-hmm. were owed to him, which, which, of course, is a story that we've been following for a couple of months now. Yep. Um, they had royalties that were owed to him. He had a royalty check that He's was due to him. Coach, yeah. Well, he he found a royalty check at home, and then he had a uh, that he had never cashed, and he had another one coming. And he called. He said, "I want this one reissued, and I need my I need my royalty check." And they didn't. Send it to him, and that's why he lawyered up. That's why he got, a, as he called him, a vicious lawyer, to go after WWE. Says he got everything he wanted and more, and that's why you can go buy CM Punk texting gloves on WWEshop.com right now. Uh, which <laughs> right. is another
1: thing he actually said. Yes, exactly. Pro,
0: and I saw them on their
1: wrestling tees as well. Uh, his official t-shirt site had has gone up um, some point this morning.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, Wrestlingtees.com. This is com. also
1: is an, another interesting thing. I think one of the main reasons we haven't heard from him, and this came out when it did, was because he was waiting for all this stuff to be signed off and cleared. One of the more recent Art of Wrestling shows started off, uh, it was either 222 with Simon Dean or 220 Dave Pre- Zach, possibly 225 Danny Davis, one of the three, because I listened to them all really recently. At the beginning of the story, uh, or the interview, he always does his bit, right? Cabana is actually at Punk's place um because he locked himself out of his own place or something like that. And that part's not as relevant. But he, he asked uh he asked Punk in the in the the beginning of you know the show intro bit if he had anything he wanted to talk about. And Punk immediate response was well, when does this come out? And he, he said, Oh, that's Thursday and he's like, Oh nope, not right now.
0: Yeah, so that that's probably a valid assessment that he was waiting for things to kinda clear where he could Talk about things and know what he can talk about because one of the points he made was, you know, I can't really talk about the settlement, but I can at least probably say that I got everything I wanted and and more.
2: Mm-hmm. And all he really wanted was his old royalties. Yeah, it's he, not like he sued them for any more money than he than he deserved.
0: Right. Uh, he did say he'll never ever have a working relationship with WWE again, which is it's yeah, it, it's, it's sad. And, and but I, it's more of. Punk doesn't want to wrestle. It's not that he doesn't want to wrestle for WWE. He doesn't want to fucking wrestle anymore. He's done.
1: Yeah, we're, I mean, you know, as much, as much shit as we give the WWE and, and you know, I know I'm certainly guilty of being a bigger fan of some of the alternatives. <laughs> Come on, realistically, if he did want to wrestle, he might as well be doing it in, like, the major league. Yeah, certainly. If, if the, the only other promotion I could ever see him go, go back to at you know, obviously, he's burned that bridge uh, with the WWE for the most part. It looks like, and it's interesting that he says never, ever, um, never, say ever. Uh, I would have bet would be New Japan, but again, I agree. I, I think it's really this: it's like he's retired. He's gonna go write comic books and uh,
0: I, I think know, the, watch he, zombie
1: shows, and that's fine.
0: I think the overall point of this interview was WWE working for WWE made CM Punk hate wrestling.
1: Yeah. Uh, he he said he said he, he missed those days back in the Indies on the road. Those were when wrestling was fun.
0: They they said uh, in the interview um, that WWE said to his lawyer he's going to go to TNA, and the whole point of him being in TNA is uh, oh WWE sucks. And Punk uh, Punk's lawyer says no, my client he's done with wrestling. He doesn't want anything to do with wrestling. And then and and and. I mean, at this point, yeah, okay, I can see that because, um, you know, he would—he—he—he's not bound by the uh, um, no compete clause. I, I, I kind of got that out of this interview. So, if he wanted to go somewhere else, he could, but he doesn't want to. So, it's not that he'll never have a working relationship with WWE again. It's that he's never going to wrestle again. Uh, but I hate the word never a- and and the point uh, to that point we never were going to see Sting in a WWE ring <laughs> you know so that's there you go never say never but uh, at this point it's going to be a long long time if it ever does happen again so like
2: no yeah, all well, of well, Fame Ray reduction is warrior spent years disparaging them and he came back eventually and
0: warrior said never you never say ready, never
2: but I don't see it happening for like years if he wrestles again he might do but like the,
0: this is going this to be a 20 year thing like the warrior thing he's going to say I'm never I'm never going to work with WWE again in 20 years from now the idea is going to come up hey you were the longest running champion of the modern era we need you in the hall of fame and he yeah. and the money's right the timing's right and he says okay
1: or roll we'll, a uh, brokerage the deal yeah right exactly
0: <laughs> <Bruno> <laughs>
2: no, they'll, they'll style. give triple h a 500 day reign
0: yeah. yeah well uh, WWE, punk attacked wwe's independent contractor setup said if they really cared about the well-being of the wrestlers they'd let the wrestlers form a union which is something that jesse ventura has been saying for years
1: among, among many other...
0: It, well, you got to realize it, that this has been tried in court. Raven and several other former employees have gone to court to say, we might as well be employees. Because we can't work anywhere else while we're under contract. But the courts have sided with WWE in these cases. That's not to say that they will continue to do so, because obviously... If I'm an independent contractor, which l- let's say for example I am an independent contractor, I'm a, fee- a freelance web designer, right? So I'm doing my stuff here. I got David Fuller saying, "Hey, do this site for me." Then I got Michael McCurdy saying, "Hey, do this site for me." Now, I uh, am I is David Fuller going to be allowed to tell me that I can't go do Michael McCurdy's thing because I'm doing his thing? No. That's not how independent contractors work. You don't. You're not bound to one company. So I would say, yes, they're employees, not independent contractors. But that's neither here nor there. That's not my decision. That's up to the courts, I guess, in the the long run. Uh, Punk said the Triple H uh, thinks he's a piece of shit. And uh, Punk called Ryback a steroid guy. And he also uh, made a point of uh, Triple H asked him something about, uh, like, pissing in a cup. And, you know, if he could pass a drug test. And Punk said, can you? And, yeah, and triple h <laughs> shut up and another thing not mentioned here that he he uh, mentioned during the podcast was they've amended the wellness policy for failed drug tests so that guys get extra chances alluding I think to triple h but uh, that's neither here nor there uh but speaking of steroids uh,
2: it, we we called it the Randy orton clause yeah
0: speaking of steroids punk called Ryback steroid guy no No. steroid guy and said he was uh, said that he was uh, um, I don't believe for a second that
2: giant of a man could possibly be taking steroids all natural baby (laughs) built for show or built to go
0: Uh, he said (laughs) a lot about Ryback
2: oh yeah (laughs) including the now infamous quote I'm fucking stupid
0: Oh uh, yeah, exactly.
1: Dumb as fuck. Dumb as fuck. That oh, was the word. It, yeah. As...
0: <laughs> if you guys would do me a favor and just carry this on for a couple of minutes, and I will be right back, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind.
1: Well, we're gonna get into Ryback here then.
0: Yeah, if you don't, if you don't mind getting into Ryback, and I'll jump back in the conversation in about yeah, two minutes. I just
2: one thing from Ryback I found really bad was when Punk said he had his laser eye surgery, and then Ryback is just raking him in the eyes. That that is not safe by any stretch of the imagination.
1: Yeah, that was the uh the Nexus bit. I he was talking about uh it's inevitable if whatever or either him or Quilt brought it up, inevitable. If you if yeah. they know you're interested, like they're gonna go for it. Which is really fucked up when you think about it. If yeah. that's uh, if
2: that's And he got so pissed off that him and Luke Gallows fought back legit just to try and save Punk's eyes because fuck dude. Uh, the The Ryback stuff was just insane that Ryback injured him at least twice, really killed him on several occasions. Yeah. And it's not like he's the only guy to say this about Ryback. This is a pretty common theme. Is, as we said, people say he's a stiff worker and they don't want to work with him. And sure, people get injured, but they're not supposed to be injured in every single match.
1: Yeah. It's so there's a sloppy worker, but it's just funny that uh yeah three three instances like one attempting to go for the eye and then there was the uh getting kicked in the ribs I thing he mentions that, and then of course, as in the animated gif the uh now now infamous uh table spot where you threw him on the fucking concrete and you watch that spot you know after listening to the podcast, and it's just like it's just unbelievable how close they were to that table, and, and yet Ryback still couldn't actually land the guy on the table. Like That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I've seen people on online defending Ryback. Like, oh yeah, sure, Punk is yeah, sure, Ryback intentionally hurt Punk. Like, dude, how, like, everything Punk said Ryback did, you can go back right now until the end of today for free and watch on the WWE Network, and you're trying to tell me that this guy... Didn't fucking fuck up a table spot with CM Punk?
1: We just go to our own website because it'll be part of our animated show. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny that the, the big guy, Mister Tweet and Delete Repeat, had some uh, some comments this week among a few others on Twitter. But his was probably, you know, obviously the most expected because of how much he was buried in this, uh, at least by Punk in this particular Art of Wrestling episode. And there, he he he's <laughs> he's entertained me a little bit. I I can say the least, which I don't know if you guys caught all of these or not as they come came out, but they're all in the show notes. It looks like here.
0: Yeah, I I was seeing them uh, on the uh, various wrestling uh, news websites. But uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, Ryback is uh, a little bit miffed about uh, anything Punk had to say about him, but. <laughs> Well, for he the record, so if mid-
1: I quit for being fragile and insecure. I would make up excuses too. Deleted.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he
1: w- he was so mad he
3: picked up his um his computer and, st- strutted around with it and over his on his shoulders and then put- <laughs> did, did this, this finishing move with it.
0: <laughs> I gave him the uh, the shell shock. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> Yelling at it the whole time. You're Stan Stansky now. Feed me more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was
2: the idea to replace the feed me more chance with? Something like dumb as fuck. That oh, was it, dumb as fuck. If the dumb as fuck, because that's exactly what
0: Punk said about him on the podcast. He said, "He said I went up to him after the match, after after the table spot. He says I went up to him, and I said, okay, either you're doing it on purpose or you're dumb as fuck. And Ryback goes, oh, I'm dumb as fuck. Sorry. Which, uh, actually, Ryback responds to in the tweets and uh, and here's here's the tweets. For the record, if I quit for being fragile and insecure, I would make up excuses too. Things didn't go my way for a long time, and it kept going day in and out. Slander is a powerful thing, and I will. And to state complete made up nonsense for no reason shows his insecurities. I will continue to bust my ass, study matches every chance I get, cut promos when driving, and push myself for hours, even when hurt. Thank you. And he then tweeted uh of course as typical for Ryback his tweets have all been deleted um but in this case more notable since he was blasting CM Punk as being fragile and insecure uh tweet and delete Ryback had one more it Says last message on this I will tell the truth about CM Punk comments in due time uh not once did he ever confront me let's all move on thank you and I had a conversation on Twitter yesterday somebody retweeted that and they said I believe Ryback over Punk I said, wait a minute. You could go back. You could watch these things happen. Not the con- not the confrontation, mind you, but you could watch these things happen that, that CM Punk is talking about the the kick to the ribs that injured his ribs, the uh, you know the 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 fucked up table spot, right? And and you're gonna believe Ryback over Punk. I I don't think Punk, especially after listening to this, is the kind of guy that's gonna sit back and not say something if something happens to him like that. He's certainly, I, I certainly don't think he'd be afraid of Ryback.
2: Yeah, and Ryback was talking about struggling with bad booking. <clears throat> Punk well, Punk didn't mind the booking at all. It was the injuries that really did it to, for him. Yeah. And the booking pissed him off a bit, but it wouldn't it didn't drive him away.
0: No, exactly. But it, it, he got concussed at the Royal Rumble. They said go out there and wrestle tonight, and he said fuck you. <laughs> I, I and that was the right thing for him to do, hey, if hey, provided hey. the story is true. We don't know.
2: He said he was laying in the corner and he called the ref, uh, called one of the doctors over and said I'm concussed, <laughs> and and they brought Kane out early to try and get rid of him early, and switch things around. But you just shouldn't be working in the condition he
0: says he was in. No, certainly not. Here's uh, here's an interesting thing. See, I'm, uh, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho was trying to, uh, you know, show that his show was better received than uh, than, than the Colt Cabana podcast. He tweeted, Colt who? And then deleted it. I uh, couldn't resist another joke referencing the podcast with Colt Cabana. Saith Y2J, heard the incredible talk as Jericho with at WWE Rollins yet? Listen to the most talked about podcast of the week now. Now, here's the thing. Jericho is on there. He's trying to say, hey, mine, uh, my podcast is the number three ranked podcast on iTunes. In sports. In sports.
1: Cabanas was number two in all categories.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: And actually, uh, the Art of Wrestling number two is actually extremely uh, highly downloaded now as well because, of course, Punk's on that one. Yeah. Cool. And sit down. Coincidence? Not at all. That happened this week as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Okay. Sure. You know, w- whatever you say, Jericho. Yours was the y- you know you had the best wrestling podcast of the week. I'm sure. And don't forget don't for- don't forget to buy my Cialis.
3: CL- <laughs> don't forget to buy Cialis pills. Because I have to hawk them to keep your po- my podcast free.
0: Yeah. How many sponsors are we are we shilling right now? And and we're not saying we need to keep our podcast free. I mean. <laughs> that's well,
1: uh, a, such a terrible terrible excuse from guys who are multiple millionaires
0: I know we've got Chris Jericho and you've got Steve Austin and you know Cold Cabana I can understand.
3: I was actually waiting for the, the CLS ad in the Cold Cabana podcast of my Jesus like okay where, where where's the CLS ad?
0: Okay Cold Cabana I can understand but you've got Chris Jericho and you've got Stone Cold Steve Austin if these guys need money they could just call Vince McMahon Vince I want to come work. Yeah. But they're on this uh, they're on podcast one and they're saying keep our podcast free by calling uh, proflowers.com
1: Yeah. It, meanwhile, over was... the, meanwhile over in the Art of Wrestling, you know, not only does he have his own sponsors, he takes time to have a segment every week where he puts out uh, a little track about wrestling and music related and he doesn't make a dime off of that, and he's helping out musicians who probably can use some exposure as well. I wonder if there's any uh, other podcasts that do that.
0: Hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, that's the thing. Like, okay, you know, don't don't tell me you have to. Uh, here's the thing, though. Yes, these podcasts that that Chris Jericho, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Cold Caban, all these guys do yes, it's going to cost money for them to do them because they are highly downloaded and they need a lot more space uh, as far as bandwidth uh, and, and and CPU power than we do. We, I mean, we're, whereas we're getting maybe a thousand per podcast, if even that. These guys are getting hundreds of thousands per podcast. So, yes, it's costing them money to run these podcasts. However... You know, it costs me money to run this podcast. I got to pay for the domain name. I got to pay for the server space. It's, uh, JT had to help me out last week because I didn't have the money to pay for the server space.
3: Yes, yeah, so I'm the boss this month, bitches. J-
0: JT is the executive shareholder this month. Don't cross
3: the boss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yes, it costs. I was actually happy. I was actually I was actually happy. I was I was a bit vi- I was available to actually help this month and not get beat by Draw Goddess.
0: Yeah yeah, you beat her this this month. <laughs> yeah but but yes these things cost money and and we are not multi-millionaires here that work for wwe or or can work for wwe whenever we want to or have our own television shows or or you know billions of sales and books we're just four regular guys we work regular jobs you know some of us too yeah some some of us too so it's, you know, it's not like we couldn't use money from sponsors, but we're not sitting here, like, lying to you saying, we need these sponsors because we can't afford to pay for this show without you. <laughs>
4: you <know? laughs>
0: that, that, that always bugged me. How many freaking sponsors does Steve Austin and Chris Jericho have over on podcast? One and Jim Ross, too. How many sponsors these guys got? You know what I mean? Uh, like, and, and you need this many sponsors to keep your show on the air. But, and you're yeah, running like, through hey, podcast that's... one.
3: That that's why I I have only listened to the first Jericho podcast. I'm like, uh, no, I, I haven't listened to it because I don't want to hear 14 ads. Oh, we and him saying every five minutes. Well, we got to keep this podcast free, so we got to run some ads. It's like, dude, just do, just do the damn podcast.
0: Look, I'm not saying that I that if we had sponsors, I wouldn't put them over, and I wouldn't say, hey, you don't know, give it up for our sponsors. They're helping us pay for our server bills. Yes, that's true, but you know. I'm not some rich fuck who worked for WWE and had my own, you know, television show and my own, uh, you know, every everything else that Jericho and Austin have that we don't. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie to you and say we can't afford this podcast if if we don't have our sponsors. <laughs> you know, like we're paying money for this show. There's no ifs ands or buts about that. Any podcast out there is paying money for the show, but you don't have to have sponsors if you have a podcast. It helps, and I would welcome sponsors to this one, but I don't need to bombard you with ads every 30 minutes and tell you that I can't afford this podcast without them. But that's neither here nor there. Moving on. Uh, WWE responded to Punk's accusations uh, about their medical staff. Uh, "Quote: WWE takes the health and wellness of its talent very seriously and has a comprehensive talent wellness program that <laughs> is led by one of the most well-respected physicians in the country, Dr. Joseph Maroon." What of a cor- Maroon? Of course, they make <laughs> no no mention of Dr. Chris Amon, the guy that Punk had the issue with. Qu- "Quote: Quote the Splinter.
3: I made a funny. Ha 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 ha." <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that movie <laughs> the sequel yeah, I made it. another funny <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know I just say you hear this they take it very seriously but yeah you know let's see Owen Hart Chris Benoit Eddie Guerrero, Eddie, Eddie, Guerrero. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero you know that those are the ones that just died on your watch and that doesn't count the people that
0: Brian Pillman uh, mm-hmm.
3: Draws, um, you know. You got all these people that you know. You got people that are seriously injured from from your
2: serious health and wellness program. Come on, mm-hmm. look at Brian. He was further injured by w- by working while injured, and that's why he's going to be gone for as long as he has been gone.
0: Yeah. You think if Roman Reigns went to this Chris Amon guy or, or Dr. Joseph Maroon, now that we've heard the, the Charlie Haas thing come back up, you think if Roman Reigns went to this guy with his, his hernia, uh, they would have been like, oh, yeah, you're fine. Get out there. Run the ropes. Here's a Z-Pack.
2: Well, no, because he can't run the ropes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but they, they probably would have taken him very very good care of him.
0: Because he's the next Which big star. <laughs> he's the next big star. That's why, right? That's... that's yeah.
2: yeah. And they're continuing to push him even though he isn't there, whereas Brian
0: disappeared for months. Well, we'll talk about Roman Reigns in a minute. I know that's in the notes here. <laughs> um, but continuing on, reaction to Punk's interview on Colt Cabana's Art of wrestling podcast at WWE continues to be mixed, <laughs> except when it comes to McMahon's. Vince McMahon is annoyed that it happened, but Triple H is livid, and apparently mad enough to want to physically harm Punk. In fact, I believe he tweeted Alvarez... Somebody tweeted Alvarez... Uh, Triple H wants to kill Punk. Uh, it's said that if Austin brings That's it up.
2: That's just the steroids talking.
0: If Austin brings it up during the Mr. McMahon interview tomorrow night on, on the WWE Network after Monday Night Raw, Steve Austin podcast on WWE Network. So yeah, let's
1: used cars, flowers.
0: Yeah, you, <laughs> you think he's chilling those sponsors tomorrow night on the WWE Network? I'm sure. <laughs> you think? That, that,
1: to, uh, to, keep it, it, it free. will be for... the first half hour of the half an hour interview. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got to go to you got to go to proflowers.com and you got to get your alpha brain so we can keep this 9.99 video free.
2: <laughs> I hope uh, he gets Vince to get in on the sponsorships and sell stuff too.
0: Okay. But but uh it's said that if Austin brings it up on the McMahon interview tomorrow night that Vince will give a short corporate answer and move on.
1: I think Punk Punk challenges it. it.
0: Uh, Colt Cabana has apparently burned any bridges he had left to WWE. won't be getting any more calls about doing play-by-play or any other opportunities. And uh, of course, Ryback is still fuming, pretty clear from his tweet and deletes.
1: I, I don't think Cabana gives a shit. He mentioned like yes. over a year ago that he doesn't expect to get a call from them ever again, anyway. So <laughs>
2: yeah, someone was like, "Yo, know, Colt Cabana is now persona non grata," but he always was.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not gonna. They weren't gonna bring this guy in. Basically, because he's too old now, regardless of any of the other stuff going on surrounding him, like it just wouldn't happen. Which is, their a loss because the guy can actually spit on a microphone pretty rather well, especially for a guy who admitted that was his biggest shortcoming when he got into the industry. Uh,
0: can we can we talk about Cold Cabana real quick and how like he wasn't sure. he wasn't uh, biased in the, he was he was doing his job. He did pretty
1: decent. I mean, there's 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 room for criticism with him being his friend yeah. and whatnot. He openly sure. admitted
2: at the f- at the start. He said, "You know, I might be a bit biased," but during the interview, he was like, "Let me play devil's advocate and try and venture their side." Yeah, I'd say he was more biased than I thought he would be, given that he is Punk's best friend.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, thought I, I I went
2: into it expecting a bit of a circle jerk, but it really wasn't.
0: Yeah, I, I thought he did uh pretty well there. I I don't think he really jumped in and, and jumped on WWE like uh you would have expected him to. I'm looking for an article I saw the other day which was a lot of um a lot about the CM Punk uh reaction. But I, I'm not seeing it uh anywhere here. WWE employee argues over CM Punk comments. Uh, yeah, I don't I am not sure where I saw that, so I don't think I can find it. But you, well,
1: while, while you're searching, here's an thing I'd like to mention about the next news bit here. Until Thursday, I would have had a much different uh reaction to looking at this whole idea that the big draw to renew the network would have been McMahon on Austin's podcast. And before the Art of Wrestling podcast came up, yeah, yeah, there there was a bit of curiosity to how candid that interview would actually be. I think, oddly enough, ironically enough, like Roman Reigns on your wedding day... I had to get that one in there, guys. Um, I think there's going to be some interest in people renewing to hear this podcast because of the Punk podcast if in case that question actually gets asked, they they need to tease
2: it, and Vince McMahon should respond, actually respond to it, rather yeah. than just say, "Nah, well, no, I don't want to talk about that."
1: And what they really need to do is they have to make it exclusive network. They have to cut a deal with Austin that this is not going to come out on the, uh, you know, the podcast one, iTunes download. If, if they're smart. They really—they no, they, they they might they have act- that deal in place anyway. I don't know. Uh, that's one of the big questions it, I the had. Did Bray
2: Wyatt one end up on iTunes? Because he did the Bray Wyatt one this week.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that one's on iTunes, but anyway, no, that like wasn't no a network. It. That wasn't on the network anyway. They were just plugging it, that
2: Bray Wyatt would which, be on the.
3: What are you looking for? The Stone Cold one.
2: Yeah, if the Bray Wyatt Stone Cold interview ended up on the, on the iTunes, but I don't think it was even on the network.
1: So no, and they did. weren't advertising that, were they?
4: They weren't yeah, advertising it for the they
1: network. They, they, they
0: mentioned it on Raw.
1: Okay. I, 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 I miss, must have missed that, but I mean, fast forward and all. So. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's it's the Irish,
0: man. Come on. Here's the article. Uh, even with CM Punk having a number of detractors in WWE, Brian Alvarez of uh, F4WOnline.com was told that virtually everybody in WWE who listened to the Art of Wrestling podcast with Cole uh, Cabana thought it was awesome. Elvis uh, said, Now if you know CM Punk, CM Punk is a guy who has his lovers. Maybe that's the wrong word. He has his fans, and he has his detractors. There's a group of people in WWE who are big fans of CM Punk, and there are people in WWE who just can't stand the guy. When he left, I heard from people that were like, Thank God this guy has left. He drove us crazy. He was so angry. When he did his podcast with Cole Cabana, he admitted that at the end he was actually sorry for how many times he told people to fuck off. When it happened, I'd been told from people that he was so miserable. He was such a... Cra- uh, he was such... A crabby individual, they were glad he was finally gone out of the locker room because they couldn't handle him anymore. With that said, the impression that I got was even people who did not like CM Punk, even people who really thought he was a miserable guy and were not CM Punk's fans in the slightest, they were fans of a lot of the stuff that he talked about in the podcast. Alvarez continues, It's true there are a lot of guys in the company who are afraid to speak out. They're afraid to say anything. They're afraid to approach management. They're afraid to ask questions. And CM Punk got a lot of that out in the podcast. And he opened a lot of people's eyes that didn't know anything about what goes on internally in WWE. So there were even people that don't like CM Punk and don't want him back in the company who were happy that he did his podcast and everything that he said. Alvarez said that Vince McMahon is upset with Punk, but he's not fuming. With the WWE Network airing live, Stone Cold, a Steve Austin podcast with the WWE Chairman and CEO immediately following Raw on Monday, Alvarez was told that it's very unlikely that he would talk about the matter in depth. If he does, the feeling is that he will offer a, quote, corporate answer. Uh, Paul Triple H Levesque was... Uh, Among the hardest hit in Punk's two hour long speech as the straight edge superstar addressed his issues with the WWE executive throughout the show. During his meeting with Levesque and McMahon that led to his exit from WWE, Punk went off on Levesque for not putting him over in 2011 when he was riding high in the momentum from his infamous pipe bomb promo in Las Vegas. Upon being told by Vince McMahon that he would be wrestling Levesque in a main event at WrestleMania 30, Punk recalled turning to Hunter and say, uh, to say, All due respect, I do not need to wrestle you. You need to wrestle me. I don't want to wrestle you. I seriously resent you for not putting me over three years ago when you should have. That would have been best for business, but you had to fucking come in and squash it. And then I had to lose to fucking Truth and Miz. If it didn't make any business sense then. It doesn't make any business sense now. And I am in a position where I can tell you that I don't... Uh, have to, nor do I want to wrestle you at WrestleMania. I don't care if I was supposed to win. Punk then noted, which I was. I don't care. I didn't want to give him the fucking privilege. I said a lot of shit in there. I told him again, and Hunter, he was gritting his teeth, and I knew he never liked me. It's one of those situations where you always hear the stories in the dirt sheets about Hunter says this about Punk and all this negative stuff about me, but me and him in a room together, never any good vibes. Always negative, and the way he would always look at me side, look sideways at me, the way he always treated me. According to Alvarez, Levesque is furious with Punk over his remarks. He even received a text message from a person in WWE reading Triple H wants to kill Punk. Alvarez added that Levesque, as well as his wife Stephanie McMahon, have an abject hatred for Punk. He is also considered to be on their no-call list. WWE officials are also extremely unhappy with Cabana. Uh, Cabana, who was being courted by the organization for an announcing role as recently as last year, is now said to be on their shit list. Mm
1: -hmm. Which which is all condensed in the... uh... Wrestling Observer note that we had there.
0: Right.
4: You know, that's a and really I long think article, think dude. It, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it says a
2: lot that Vince is just like, okay, this is kind of bad, I'm a bit disappointed and Triple H is roid raging all over the place. <laughs> because that, that just shows you that it's
1: right that Triple H just really hates this guy. Oh, even more so now, of course. They they can't do yeah. anything about it, which is even tastier. <laughs> All
0: right, look. Let's move on here. And, and the right. Wyatt, Robo JT's Stone back. Coast
1: Evo's awesome podcast
3: is on iTunes. Right. <laughs> Those who were wondering,
0: Robo JT's back,
1: <laughs> but not as robotic. Hey, not as bad.
0: We can understand everything you're saying. Let's let's move on here. Let's uh, um. All right, Vince McMahon actually recorded comments about Survivor Series for the alleged Survivor Series uh, recap show, but it never aired, so his comments never aired either. In fact, I think uh, somebody tweeted uh, somebody tweeted me. I think it was my friend Brandon actually tweeted me like, "Hey, aren't they supposed to be having a post show?" Like that was what I got out of that. (laughs) Guess not. Uh, Roman Reigns was in St. Louis for Survivor Series, despite being live via satellite.
2: k oh, of that promo was so bad. Yes, it was.
1: Yeah, I'm glad I didn't hear it. I heard about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, The Walking Dead was better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sting was booked for Survivor Series 1 to promote WWE 2K15, which just released for next-gen consoles. It reminds you that, quote, anything can happen on the WWE Network, which is why you should subscribe, and to add a surprise to the main event. There's I just... love this next bit the decision to bring Sting to St. Louis for Survivor Series wasn't made until last Thursday. But, this next article goes against that, says, Sting's debut pl- was planned weeks in advance. He had filmed his entrance video well ahead of time, but he kept it quiet until the last minute. Black hair dye was not reached for comment.
2: No, I've, heard people I've heard people bitching about the hair, but I didn't notice anything.
1: <laughs> I did, but I didn't care. I, I just love when I get uh to, to pit PWI and W O against each other in our news. It's awesome. It,
0: uh, apparently, it just
1: allows me to make a funny little uh touch of reference. You can sponsor us touch of gray.
0: <laughs> apparently we can't hear JT at all. <laughs> he said he's he just asked us in the in our little group chat here if we could hear him and I, I can't. So try
1: unplugging and replugging in the USB. Yeah it sometimes fixes shit
0: yeah sometimes Uh, the Monday Night War series from WWE Network will be coming to Blu-ray and DVD Uh, they pulled an episode scheduled to air on the network this week focused on The Undertaker and Sting replacing it instead with an episode about celebrity appearances during the war which I watched and the only thing I remember them talking about is David Arquette and Mike Tyson true champions (laughs) true champions of the ring Sting's entrance video has been uploaded to WWE.com and Michael P.S. Hayes says there are more surprises coming
1: Ooh, drunken sex videos with Rosa Mendes, I hope <laughs> oh, Can you hear me
3: now or is it robo?
1: We can hear you Little robo, but not too robo
0: I tried the internal microphone and it wasn't working
1: That's why I was like, you guys hear me?
0: Yeah, We, yeah. Can, we can hear you pretty okay right now. It's not, it's not horrible
1: WWE staff is unnoticed and very concerned about his idea of what a surprise constitutes. JBL was seen purchasing a massive quantity of bars of soap. Chris Benoit was not reached for comment. (laughs) That's my credible source, of course, is uh, lies.
0: Apparently fans were excited about Sting showing up at Survivor Series and or The Authority being out of power uh, because WWE Raw actually did a good rating this week. The show averaged 4.25 million viewers, up 13%, and a 1.5 in the 18-49 to 49 demo, up 22%, and a 3.07 Nielsen rating, up 12%, and the highest mark since June 21st.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sting was reported to an awesome on Raw on Monday, casualfan.com. <laughs>
0: uh it comes to a surprise no to no one, but Sting is on the cover of the Survivor Series DVD. And G or no I had that as match was incredible
1: on the following Monday night, Raw. Sarcasm. <laughs> I told you GT at the beginning of the show, man. I I was ready for this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the raw script went through multiple revisions and at one point John Cena this this is uh this is <laughs> he wasn't going to be announced as the new Raw GM. What they were saying on the pre-show for Monday Night Raw was, John Cena will announce who, the, who will be in charge of Monday Night Raw for the night. That's what they said on the pre-show.
1: Right. One of the revisions, probably. though. Right. Like remember, it went through multiple revisions, and at one point it was going to be announced that he was the Raw GM. Then they changed it to what you're talking about, right. and then, of course may I have your attention please
0: the infamous and obnoxious annoying anonymous Raw GM made
2: a return Uh, it was so annoying at the end Uh huh. (laughs) it was
1: fucking hilariously annoying the
0: the original plan was not for Daniel Bryan to be GM of Raw this this week WWE was thinking about a segment with Vince McMahon and John Cena that would have led to there being no authority figure for the night after that there would have been a rotating series of guest general managers including celebrities because that worked out so well
2: and that was one quick thing I wanted to mention about Raw. You've got to hand it to Vinny Mac. He made the authority go from the most vile and hated group to the most sympathetic baby faces in about 30 seconds of slander. <laughs> How can you not feel sorry for them after he's like, I, I hate you, <laughs> Thanksgiving is going to be shit, and then the Cole Cabana <laughs> interview dropped, so it was pretty shit, but still... <laughs> He yeah. just railed on them, and got to hand it to him.
0: <laughs> All right, well, a little, a few more notes. Uh, the New Day's debut, Kofi Kingston, Big E, Xavier Woods, has been postponed until next week's RAW. It's because SmackDown doesn't count. Yeah, apparently not.
2: When I heard that, I thought they meant the segment had been cut from SmackDown, but it was there.
0: Yeah, I heard uh, Nikki Bella's promo was heavily edited on SmackDown. I, I didn't Wait, see she it. she made so. a promo? Yeah, I didn't see it, so I don't know, but I heard I'm it was heavily not edited. For it, you know, I
2: watched <laughs> SmackDown. I remember the new day. I don't remember Nikki talking.
0: I guess she had a promo, and they heavily edited out some of the promo, and her and John Cena both had tweets about it. But, uh, yeah. I, I don't have that in front of me, so I, and I don't feel like looking it up because we're talking about Nikki Bella. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: hashtag fucks given.
2: <laughs> None. Yeah.
0: Good news, no, Barrett. Gave
2: some to John Cena.
0: <laughs> Good news, Barrett. He got his green card and can now legally stay in the U.S. full time. No more work visas. Sheamus is back home in Ireland, fella. But there's no word of his for his surgery, which could be kayfabe or not, fella. Ars <laughs> <laughs> RKO's into nowhere. Don't expect Randy Orton to come back early. According to WWE.com, he's not booked for any shows uh, before Christmas. It's taken a long time to film this movie. <laughs> WWE is going to give a renewed push towards promoting every appearance of Brock Lester on TV as a major event and to have Paul Heyman on TV more to uh, be his mouthpiece for the episodes of Raw where he doesn't appear.
1: Uh, Royal Rumble time, I'm I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, TLC. Yeah. TLC.
2: Oh yeah, nicky did quit a promo.
1: Uh, unless of course they were they were smart and they announced that he would be on TLC. And uh, you know, I mean we only have a network to renew, but uh no.
0: Well the New York Post talks about the stalled value of WWE stock blaming the WWE network for its anemic performance. The article is titled WWE stock in sleeper hold is subscription stuff. <laughs>
1: I was going to say Ryback gave it a butt shell shock. Yeah, Got to raise the stock's hand a couple times to make sure.
0: Here's, uh, here's news for Canada. The recent CRTC ruling in Canada means that the Rogers Communication can now begin distributing WWE Network to other cable TV providers in Canada. Yeah, but someone has
1: had this network before the network ever came into existence. Can you name this man? And it's me, G. And that's not a bad thing.
0: It's a good thing. Stevie Richards says, that on, says on Twitter that Vince Russo is doing DDP yoga now. Swerve. Stevie changed his, his I, I noticed this, Stevie changed his Twitter handle and so did the Blue Meanie. They both changed their Twitter handle because Stevie was uh, at Michael Manna, his real name, and now he's at BWO Stevie, and Blue Meanie was at the Blue Meanie. Now he's at Blue Meanie BWO. Uh, It's got to do with, I'm sure, the uh, WWE uh, DVD release coming out, the ECW Volume 3. 13 uh, 13 episodes of New Japan Pro Wrestling will air on AXS.TV in 2015, all of which originally took place in 2013. The first show will feature the Hiroshi uh, Tanahashi versus Kasuchika Okada match from the 2013 Tokyo Dome show, and the run will include the 2013 G1 Climax Tournament. Josh Barrett and Mauro Ranallo Will do the commentary Josh Barnett You don't know those guys' names? Hmm?
1: Yeah, I, I thought you would have known how to say those guys' names <laughs> You know who Josh... Josh Barnett used to wrestle in Japan He's a, also a UFC guy Yeah And Mauro Ranallo, man That dude's an awesome play-by-play commentator
0: I, I actually read the Josh Barnett's name wrong Is what
4: happened. Yeah,
1: you did <laughs> uh, Now, I, I don't get this channel, unfortunately Um... But I will attempt to seek it out I've seen some of these matches before Uh, The Tanahashi Okada match Was possibly One of the best if not the best match of 2013 Even though we didn't give them the award Just saying (laughs) Watch it Joe
0: Global Force Wrestling in New Japan have announced that Wrestle Kingdom 9 will be available on pay-per-view outside of North America via the Flips app, which is reputed to be compatible with 5000 different mobile devices, tablets, phones, and internet-ready television sets. Jeff Jarrett says, "One of our stated goals when we launched Global Force Wrestling was to bring the very best wrestling in the world to our fan base. With a partner like Flips, it helps us achieve this goal."
1: Yeah, there's now at more than 100% Scott Steiner
0: <laughs> <laughs> Via Twitter, Yoshi Tatsu has revealed that he's been hospitalized in Tokyo due to two broken bones in his neck, uh, which it appears came from him taking raining a Right. Th- uh, it must be.
2: <laughs> uh, sorry, turned up to make
0: it rain on that bed. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Anyway, uh, two broken bones in his neck. It appears it came from him taking a Styles class from AJ Styles the wrong way at New Japan's Power Struggle pay per view uh, Our friends at Angry Marks and us, of course, hope he makes a full and speedy recovery, um, which uh, I did see somebody tweet earlier today that it just proves what we've known all along, that Michelle McCool is a better worker than AJ Styles.
1: <laughs> she knows how to talk her head. <laughs> oh... Hey, man, the dead man cometh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Styles Clash takes yet another victim. Don't tuck your head and Yet, that is what wrestlers are instinctively trained to do, which, yeah, I mean, those kind of moves you think, hey, I got to put my head down. But nope. Uh, UK wrestler Lionheart uh, wants AJ Styles to stop doing the Styles Clash, saying too many people uh, like Roderick Strong and Yoshi Tatsu have suffered neck injuries this year, and the move just isn't safe, except, of course, all those years in TNA when nobody broke their neck taking it. I saw some tweets to AJ Styles, and, and people were saying, you know, that they've read that AJ will go to people before the match and say, hey, do you want to go over how to take this move? And a lot of them are just, no, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it which I can imagine is what happened with Lionheart, with Robert Strong, with Yoshitatsu. Because as you pointed out, all the years he was in TNA, nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt taking a Styles Clash. Nobody got hurt taking the Faith Breaker from Michelle McCool, which is the exact same move. Now all of a sudden all these guys are just like, oh, let me tuck my head.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's an, it's a valid criticism. I, I think the only logical explanation would be that a lot of these injuries have taken place in promotions while he's, you know, traveling between and not being on a regular basis, whereas when he was in TNA, he'd be working with those guys in day in and day out. So they probably would have gone over the move multiple times. That's all I got as a possible explanation. But
0: Well, I mean, like it's not like he can just, you know, when he's got you up for the Styles Clash, he can just yell, Tuck, uh, you know, lift your fucking head. You know, because that would just give it away that it's, you know, that, that would kill the, uh, the you know, suspension of disbelief on that. If, if the guy's yelling at the guy how to take the move while he's doing it, you know. <laughs> TNA has revealed the schedule for the final four episodes of Impact Wrestling on Spike. Uh, of course, December 3rd and 10th, Best of Impact Wrestling 2014. And December 17th and twenty-four, countdown to the all-time best TNA moment. They also revealed that their first television taping for Destination America will be at the Manhattan Center uh, January 7th through the 9th. Got
1: Jeff. some good cush up here, Jeffy.
0: Yeah, Jeff Hardy's telling Canadian promoters he can work dates there, but he has to be back in the U.S. within 24 hours. His appearance fee is, get this, $6,000.
2: Well, he buys expensive weed.
0: I guess. Josh 1T Matthews will be replacing Mike today on commentary when TNA relaunches in 2015. That's a rumor, I think, at this time. I, n- I don't think they've actually established that. Uh, Mike today won't be leaving TNA. He'll be with the company in a non-announcing role, switching to Josh Matthews on commentary, a decision made largely due to cost cuts. Um, as today had to be flown in from Vegas for work, whereas Matthews will be doing a lot of his work right in Nashville.
2: Which just says a lot about how much he'll be paid.
0: Yeah.
1: Well. Well, knowing how much this is going to have to cost, cut costs, though, It's uh, I wouldn't be surprised. they got to get rid of Taz, though.
4: <laughs>
0: I know.
1: That, that was my reaction to this, was why not, Taz? Yeah.
0: Hey, Mr. I-have-the-number-three podcast on sports on iTunes, Chris Jericho praises Lucha Underground. Checking out hashtag Lucha Underground, and I'm really digging it, different feel, cool vibe, and amazing production, check it out at Lucha El Rey. And as you pointed out earlier Johnny Mundo's leap into the ring In an already awesome main event Was sick But not sick enough To go talk to WWE doctors (laughs) (laughs) Here's a feedback Cyber Monday on Raw Will be like the old Cyber Sunday pay-per-view With fans voting on matches and stipulations
2: That's what I took it as
0: That's what I got
1: Everybody out there Whatever they give you just vote punk Yes
0: (laughs) 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 Go Go under- <laughs> the Undertaker and Sting episode of Raw that we, we mentioned earlier that will air uh, this Tuesday I believe uh, and it should come as no surprise by now but Robbie E and Brooke Tessmacher survived another week of the amazing race on CBS and are in the final four they lasted longer than impact on Spike <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we did it guys now, now Here's the get, Here's the thing. If they win this, do they do that? Does the payout be more than they get in TNA? Oh, I'm
0: sure. <laughs> uh, probably.
2: Oh, I hope they win.
0: Me too. Now, now, I now I'm just rooting for them. I hate Robbie E, but I'm rooting for him. Shower thought. If Raw was in Chicago next week, Ryback would get dumb as fuck chance. Which and we I talked about earlier. He'll
2: still get it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I hope so. Out of 48 episodes for all this year, 24 of them featured in a main event with a non finish. How about that? I
1: know. The numbers don't lie.
0: Anybody have anything to add to this show?
2: Uh, just one quick thing. What the fuck is a Z-Pack?
0: <laughs> some kind of antibiotic, apparently. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I was hoping someone would know. Because I don't. But yeah, it just seems to be a painkiller of some kind. Yeah. All right, I that get he my... took so often it made him sick.
0: I gotta get my kid ready to go. So, I'm
1: oh, at Think no So Joe. Thing. Huh? I do have one more
0: thing. Well, in that case,
4: if put the needle any of you are us. old
1: school Cactus Jack fans and you want to get another reissue of his original T-shirt, you got one day to do it. It's at Top Rope Tuesday. Check it
0: out. There you go. tuesday.com, Get your Cactus Jack old school T-shirt. I am at ThinkSoJoe for at Mark underscore Noise at Random Redhead at G of the Internet. We are at that's board wrestling fan. without vowels. Facebook.com slash fan. Check us out, BWFRadio.com, live every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. BoardWrestlingFan.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Chiefheat.com to get the podcasts afterwards. We will be back next week, uh, and uh, we will stay tuned throughout the week to our Facebook or Twitter. Find out who we've got on next week, and we're also going to try and get Mikey Whiprec rescheduled. Find out what happened there, we'll let you know. We'll see you next week.
4: Z from
2: the steward <laughs> Z pack True Long and I <laughs> True Island Long
1: Whatever. We're live, from, live from the studio. Apartment <laughs> I did I did like that line.
4: Uses it every week. Good night, folks. Good night. da that da.